0: and welcome back i'm mike with another edition of the turntable teachers class is officially back in session and welcome back hope everyone's doing well uh, getting close to thanksgiving time and uh we're very thankful to have another guest speaker on our show rapper songwriter from Malden Massachusetts Zafir. how you doing, brother? Thank hey, you for coming man. on the show
1: thank you for having me i'm I'm appreciative I'm grateful for being here, so man I, I appreciate you and this is gonna be a good podcast man this, this is this is I mean there's a lot that's already happened. <laughs> behind the scene that everyone doesn't see but you know something this is going to be an incredible podcast it's going to be good advice, man. yeah
0: because when we first met dude you and i like we hit it off big time like we just had genuine conversation and i was like damn like i wish we could have just put the mics in front <laughs> of us then right when we that. met and i was like we'll, we'll, we'll get it back yeah yeah you know yeah. like like i was saying no we
1: were talking real estate aside from bar though so i mean hey man we everything man from a to z we we just talked about it all so yeah, yeah. the first time i saw you though was
0: uh, I well, we didn't meet that night, but I did see you at um, Icon, the Glenn Levett, the gun, yeah, uh, the, the syndicate, yeah, syndicate uh, event, man, the, exactly. So I saw you, so it was uh, Marcel Stefan went on first, and shout out Marcel, he did our actually our intro, he uh, our beat. He's, oh, he's awesome, yeah, he's, yeah, he still man. owes us an interview, or we owe him an interview. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. So, if Marcel, if you're listening, we gotta, we gotta make it happen, bro. Listen,
1: cash in, whoever it is, <laughs> cash in, that's all it is, man, don't Just, leave yeah, it on the was, table.
0: He was a chill ass dude, and then obviously, Washi, like shout out washi we already that's my man's yep that's my oh, us too trust me and you know if our, anybody that knows our show knows that you know washi is like <laughs> our guy like for sure so and then you went on and something i talked with washi about and then i talked to you offset too and even with my cousin mike when we were all talking at, at washi's last show but because washi and i talked about how small that stage is that icon yeah dude. it is like brutally yeah. small right and you know so was kind of telling me a little bit like how he was trying to maneuver it you just said, fuck it. Like I am you went and it was funny, like it was one of those events like everybody I think was trying to be kind of classy, you know what I mean? Like there was a decent amount of people. And Marcel comes on, you know, kills his two songs, his track of Michael Christmas. And then Washi does a couple of his songs, obviously. He does, you know, Mission Impossible. It's one of my favorites of his. And then I had I didn't know you at all. So I just see this this freaking dude just like all of a sudden just pull up in the middle and he's just like going around with the mic and you're just creating your own energy. And I was like, okay i was like i like this dude all
1: right like i was like damn yeah i did it's funny how that happened too because i was on the side and like um i was talking to my team and i'm um shout out to my man's nick Carmer, he's my um brand director so i was talking to him and he was out there that night and i was looking over at him i was like listen man like i'm not gonna stay on that stage like i'm not like i was like i'm not doing it he's like he looks at me goes bro if you do that i'm gonna be pissed i'm like yeah i'm not i'm not doing it so i was like i was like i'm going up I'm going to give it the intro, and as soon as it drops to, like, I'm the real MVP on the scene, hands-free, I'm like, I'm shooting out on that stage. There's no – I'm off. I'm, well, the, it, the dance floor will be my stage at that point. I'm, I'm not doing it.
0: I think it was a very, very good choice. And I think because, <laughs> like I said, not that Washi and Marcel didn't engage with the crowd, because they did, but you – saw an opportunity you were just like you know what i'm just gonna go in this this middle ground and if it flops it flops but i'm just gonna yep. be myself and like i loved that about it like it felt genuine it felt authentic and you just have this this raw energy about you that i really like like your songs like and they hit hard like they play well in a, like in a club setting they also but they also bang like i was even telling you this is this is a pretty funny thing so i gotta i gotta one one bash for me right now but we gotta bash you for yeah, something yeah, just yeah. a second so you are not off the, the hook my man my friend so anyway, so I was telling Sophia, So I love your your
1: album Outlaw from 2018 that you dropped, or Thank like EP. What
0: would you call that EP album? Uh, I know it was extended.
1: Like I've, I've been so like I call them projects because I don't I don't on, feel like on. I don't feel like I've done an album quite yet or even really like any, I call them projects. So. Okay, so
0: a project, sure, we'll call it a project. So Outlaw, that first track, uh, first name Pablo, which you performed that night yep. at at Icon. So it's so funny. I was telling Sefir, he was cracking up laughing. I like low-key bump that track in the morning on my way to work <laughs> <laughs> like, it gets me hyped dude like not every morning right but like there's some mornings I'll like it depends on my mood you know I right. wake up I don't know I'm sure everyone's the same way Yo. you probably are too but like there are mornings I wake up and I'm like you know what I'm really feeling just like something smooth and like classic like a Fleetwood Mac and Elton John like something just just you get me maybe like a thinking process or maybe like right. I'm or maybe like I'm pumped about something I'm doing in class that day or just whatever and I want to listen to like I don't know. Denzel Curry, Meek Mill, yep. now Saphir, yeah. Now, Safir. particularly first name Pablo, because I just love that track the way it bumps. <laughs> and, um, and we're just oh God, I'm like the classic meme. I mean, I'm not like super white or anything like that. I mean, obviously, I'm pretty Caucasian, but I'm one of the. No, I'm, you
1: said you. I got some. You got some things in. You got yeah. Some. I'm,
0: I'm Portuguese, so I got a little. I got a little flavor, you know. So anyway, so I'm not that. Not that white, but um, I am. But I'm not. And I, I am, I, but I'm not. I am, but I'm not. But I'm that classic meme, right? Of like. The Caucasian dude bumping his ghetto music, <laughs> ghetto rap, going to his suburban Caucasian nine to five. That's, that's, I am that, I wouldn't that mean when I listen to you, yeah, know, you Denzel, and, and I'm, Meek. I'm right, listen, right? I'm, I'm, I'm
1: grateful that I'm right there with Denzel and Meek right now, man. I'm grateful. I'm, <laughs> hey, seriously, man, I'm grateful, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I mean, obviously, in terms of, you know, I mean, they're just, Moguls, rap moguls at this point. I would, I would put Denzel in that category. I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with his stuff. I'm a little familiar, yeah. I'm a little familiar. I'm a big Denzel guy, personally. No,
1: they're definitely moguls, man, and they're, they're they're definitely killing the game. But you know, it's something where, like, like I said, even just being mentioned in the same sentence as that, you know, so, you know, this, and and I get, I get referred to, I get referred to, uh, you know, to a bunch of different artists. Um, you know, well, I get referred to select artists a lot of times, especially when people hear me talk. There's a lot of times when they're like, yo, like, you know you sound like this person or when I rap, they're like, yo, you definitely remind me of, you know, X. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm grateful for it. You know, that just also lets me know where I sit in the pocket and like I am me, you know, there's, there's obviously we're inspired by different people and we get, you know, flavors from different people and things like that. But like, I I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for it all. You know what I mean? Like it's an amazing, it's just amazing. It's amazing to be received. It's amazing to hear feedback, positive or negative, man. I'm just, I'm open to it all.
0: Dude, so, yeah, and no, like, I, like I said, that's why I've, I've always, like, I was pumped when you, you hit, hit us back. You know, there was no way I wasn't. In. I was going to. When you came back, I was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, we got to get, I got to get him ASAP. He's, he, this, this is my guy. Like, we had a great conversation. <laughs> and I, you know, when I meet artists, like, out at shows and things like that, I'm, I'm never, like, I mentioned the podcast thing, but I'm never pushy. I'm like, you know, hey, like, you want to come on? Great. If not, if don't think it's a fit, it, it's cool. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, you know. Twist anyone's arm but you know you hit us back i was like oh yeah dude this guy could come back i want to ask you though so who like what artists do people relate you to because i have actually something in my head yeah i want to see if it correlates um oh, and, and we haven't and we have not had this conversation so, so we yeah we who, have, do you, who do you who do you get like com, who do you get the comparisons all right. to
1: so there's been there's been a couple of times there's been a couple of times throughout, throughout my like journey so far the first person is jay everyone says i sound like jay interesting everyone's everyone says like yo like you sound like Jay. I remember I did a show at the Middle East upstairs. Um, I forget who I was opening for then at that time, but I remember getting off stage, talking to people, and, and I was getting row of seeds, which, again, I'm grateful for. And this, and this, and this guy came up to me. He's like, yo, listen, bro, like. I swore Jay-Z was on stage. He's like, if I no turned around and I closed my eyes, he's like, Jay was on that stage. Like, yeah, he's like, you sound like Jay. And I was like, I was like, thank you, man. I, I'm, I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like any comparison, obviously, to Jay-Z right now is incredible. It's, oh, my God. I mean,
0: yeah, especially hearing that early on. Like, that's got to be confirmation it's, bias for you. It's,
1: it's, it's mostly from what, from what people say. It's mostly from a... Uh, a vocal tone perspective. They can hear like hidden notes, so they're like, "Yo, okay, so you kind of remind me of, you know, this dude like when I laugh, when I like when I talk." They're like, "Okay, you kind of remind me of this guy a little bit." Get the cadence a bit. Yeah, the cadence a bit, especially inside of the flow. Um so they they normally go for that. And then the other person, believe it or not, <laughs> this one, this one kind of hit me left field. I'm not going to lie. Um I was at a I was at the um a music festival in Fitchburg, Fitchburg Music Festival. Yep. And afterwards I had this I had this woman come to me, she was like, You remind me of Hobson.
0: Hobson.
1: Right. And I was like, Huh? <laughs> like, like, you know the meme with the guy, and he's like, What? And, he's like, what? and he's had his head is turned like that. Like and that smile. Mustache. He he must mustache. Mustache. Yeah, the mustache. The I was like, dude, the mustache. Yeah, I'm just yes. like I'm sitting. There, I'm looking, I'm like, What? Like, really? Hobson? Hobson, you know? I, I don't like, see that at all. Yeah, I don't, and it's from a visual like visual like like okay, like that's... how I look, not not from like any musical aspect. Okay. She's like, you just look like Hobson, and I was like, I don't know, I I don't, I don't see, see that like at all. Like I don't see that, you know?
0: Nah, nah. I mean, maybe um, a little bit, but I don't know. I don't see it. You know what's funny? I, I actually believe it or not, your look and your sound. I actually kind of liken you almost strike me as you could take you could and Judging by some of the things you've done in your career already, which we'll get to on the show, and I'm so excited to like break it down. I I made sure I like didn't ask you too much because I like want to get all out. I want to hear it all now, right? Because I, I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks since you uh, this man went on a Europe tour, and that's where I'm going with this. You you seem to me like look wise and sound wise like a a UK grime artist. Yeah, that's where I go yeah, with the, you. You didn't yo, with, without without the accent without the accent. Do you, right. do you see? Do you see what I'm saying? No, like, listen. I,
1: I, I I feel you because it's funny. Um, one of the producers I work with, Sean Dion, I call him SD. Well, his name's Sean Don. I don't know why I say Dion. I don't know why I always say that. But Sean Don, his name, last name's Don. He uh, when I first met him, I met him at a uh, Jean Glass's studio, out in Beverly. And um, oh nice, mine. Cool. I was I was I was up there. I was uh, I was just. I think I was playing for music, some music for Glass or whatnot. And I was getting some audio feedback on him because, like, I at that point in one of my journey, a lot of people were like. Yo, you gotta, you gotta go to Glass Studio. Record a Glass Studio, record a Glass Studio. And Glass is a uh, genuine dude, like probably one of the most warm people you'll ever meet. He gave me some feedback. He was just like, listen, like, man, you, you don't need to record here. Like you're you're doing your thing. He's like, honestly, you take your money, spend it on marketing, stuff like that. Like you, you know what you're doing, you're good. And Sean was there. And Sean was like, yo, listen, like, he's like, I got some tracks for you. And like, I was like, Words like, yeah, I got some tracks for you. He's like, You kind of remind me of a UK kind of grime artist That's thing. Like he so said funny, it then. And I, was like, I was like, I was like, Word? Up. He's like, Yeah. And it's like that track, Not nah me. He's like, it's very, it's very grime. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to that one, but if you do listen to it. And okay. he's like, it very much has that kind of like, and I was like, Oh, word? He's like, Yeah, man. He's like, I got some tracks for you. Started working with him ever since. He sent me a bunch of tracks. I have a ton of stuff coming with like with him produced on it um dude i'm excited to hear more uh uh my other man's sk okay um sk the great him and there's some other producers i work with like my brother my brother's producer i work with him i have a couple i have a couple tracks from him yo his tracks to me are gems and the reason why all right so the reason why i love i love my brother's tracks as much too is because like his tracks like when i when i get when i get a song from somebody i kind of vibe off it right off the rip right so i'm always feeling i'm always like yo listen like this is dope like i know what i'm gonna do on this boom and whenever I get his tracks, I just kind of know what I'm going to do on them. And it's very much like, I feel like whenever I'm writing to his music, I'm creating something that is like, I don't want to say like. Is it like authentic almost? It's, because it's, is, it's, is there like this? Like, it's, I don't know. A, it's a weird, it's a very much weird, like it's something new. It's always something new. Interesting. It's something like, for example, he did my track Caution on Athens of America. And that sound. At the time that beat, at the time, if you ask me, very, very, very ahead of where it was, because it's definitely hip hop, it's definitely trap, but it has some notes of Afro music in it, just from the drums and everything that you're doing that's going on in it. And right now, right now, Afro music is starting to take a huge leap in terms of in terms of the industry. So it's interesting Absolutely, to me it has, that it's no interesting. It's interesting to me now that I'm like I wrote something that was like afro hip-hop years ago in 2016 right in 2016 well you must have
0: the, wrote it before that or at least that no no in that no year. that
1: year i wrote that song that you wrote
0: the, that that was that was 2016 so, okay interesting
1: thing about i didn't
0: yeah i didn't get into this album as much i think because i've been on outlaw so much yeah and i think you played a, a lot of the tracks that when i saw you you perform outlaw it, it was a lot of it was outlaw yeah a lot of it was outlaw so that's why i think i gravitated <laughs> to put more towards that at first and never kind of gave the other one as much of. if a, you get that
1: I'll... if you give that a, a nice solo listen that will give you huge notes on like kind of where i started interesting thing about that project too is that project was done in a week no way yeah i did that project in a week so and it wasn't even like on some like it wasn't even on some like let me just like i'm gonna do this in a get week, his book like... of world records like <laughs> i'm gonna do this in a week er. like it wasn't even like that what it was was that Man, this is what I'm saying. I, I go off. So, like, I have, I have. Um, shout out to a mentor of mine, Nick Congelosi. Okay. He was huge for me because, like, in the beginning, I knew this is what I wanted. I knew this is what I wanted to do, and like, he was such a guiding force, a positive reinforcement, and like, just do this do that he broke down i remember going to his apartment and he broke down like numbers for me he's like listen if you want to live off this this is what you have to get make and paid and da like he sat down the whole night with me and it made everything so much more tangible like
0: well i'm, I'm a visual person yeah like as, as a teacher like the one of the constant things that we discuss in our professional development I have to cut you off i apologize no no you're good you're but good. um like I, with, with teaching, like you're, we're constantly talking about differentiating in instruction and like how certain kids learn essentially. Right. right? And you know, it's in, when you look at it from those lenses and those different perspectives, you start to kind of understand, okay, well, what is this? What do I want the kids to know? And that's usually like, you know, a uniform thing, but how they're going to all take it in might be different. So how can I make sure it reaches all students, like this information can reach all students because sometimes if I try to teach it a certain way, you might get it, but the other kid in the class might not. Right. So you know, it's funny, like and I so I'm just a visual person in general. Like I need to see it in front of me and for it to make sense. Like I can't hear about it and then right like do it off of someone telling me what to do. Like I have to have it written down.
1: Yeah, man. So like he and that's the thing, he wrote it down and made it so much tangible for me and I looked at it and like I was like, okay, so like this is all doable. And he hit me up one time. He's like, hey, listen, I have a buddy of mine's whose name I won't mention right now. But he's like, right. he's like I got a buddy of mine's. He's coming in town. He's he's been doing huge shows and he has. And he's like, what do you have? And this is going to go into more of my history as, as I deep, dig deeper and deeper. Yeah. But like at the time I had started a, a mini like independent label and I was writing mostly with other people. I, at that point I was, I was new to hip hop. I, right. I tell everyone this 2016 is like when I started doing hip hop, like I have not been doing hip hop for like 20 years, 30 years, like, or since I was a kid. No, that's that, that really hasn't been me. So he hit me up. He's like, he's going to be here this day. I need like four or five songs. Give him a good, good taste. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> so I hit my brother up. I'm like, yo, like, this is what I need. He sent me over caution. I'm hopping around. I'm looking for these. I'm looking for music. I'm leasing music at this time. Like I'm doing a bunch of different things. I get the project all laid out in the night and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, so now I need to record it. I went to school for audio engineering, but at this point, everyone in my head, this is early. So everyone's in my head. Yeah, you got to go to a studio. You got to go here. You got to do it this way. You got like, I got a week fudge that. Like I don't have that. So I took everything that I learned and I put it together in that week. And I was like, this is what it's going to be. And I sat down and I just wrote. I've never became so clear in my life. Like it was work, gym, music. And I tell you nothing else. Like I haven't slept since, eight, I haven't slept since 88. If anyone asked me, like, but anyway, <laughs> it's like, I, it was work, gym, music. And I would get off work. I would, sometimes I'd get off work at like 10. I was up all night until like 4 a.m. writing, recording laying down, sleeping for two hours and trust me, I have plenty of people to verify this and I'm not even lying when I say that I, I believe Life. you dude. I believe and you and getting up and doing it again. So I wrote that project in a week. I I wrote it. I mastered it. I did everything myself on that project. It's not the greatest, you know, thing, but it's my thing. And, you know, and I'm really proud of it. So like that was the first that was the first one. So that whole thing is in a week. And I came up with the the title Athens of America because that's the that's the name of my company AOA Athens of America, which is nickname for Boston, Massachusetts. A lot of people don't know that. No what? So and I did not know that. Yep, it's a nickname for Boston, Massachusetts because no, Boston shit. is very creative. It's been the first, just like Athens. So they Athens of America is a nickname for Boston, Massachusetts. I wanted to wow. do something that was that would pay homage to here. That was not the Boston baked bean, the city on the hill, the, you know, the same things that you hear all the time. And I wanted to resonate something that was more passionate, dedicated, something that felt more elegant, essentially. And that's what I came up with. And that's why I researched and that's why I fell upon. So that's what the, that's what the project was titled. And it it goes through. It's like, I'm proud of that project, man. Like I, I I
0: love that story, man. I really do like no bullshit, like like, (laughs) straight up. Like I, that's that's dope. Yeah, it really that's, is, man. That I, was... that, that's awesome. And I think for you, dude, I, this is this is where I, I sit with this. And you 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 mentioned something really that I want to point out. And like I said very early on in the episode, like with with you saying that this, I know this isn't the greatest, but it's mine, and I am you know it's out there now. And like, let I me mean, ask you just a question: Like, do you feel like in the time you were given, do you feel like you put everything you had into that? In that week to make it the best it possibly could be
1: well yeah and and i'll, I'll so, actually answer that question even further i feel like everything i have done in my life i have done it at the best that I, to my knowledge when i done it and i'm proud of it so, so i don't regret anything yeah. and that's where that's where for me that's for me where my like where, where people's like oh do you ever regret anything i will say no because at the time I executed with the best of my knowledge and what I had. So, therefore, I can't regret anything. Would I do something different now? I mean, plenty of people would. Oh, of course. Because you know it now. Like, that's, (laughs) to me, that's a a redundant question. Like, why would anyone even, it's rhetorical. Why would anyone even ask that question? Do you know, do you know
0: the, not to cut you off again, but do you know the, like, the question that people always ask? Like, would you rather get, like, a million dollars or, like, go back to when you were 18, knowing everything you know now? Right. And everyone's just like, a lot of people say, I wouldn't relive till I was 18 to like, I'm, I'm 25. It, was, it took a lot to get here. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I almost feel like I would go back rather than take a <laughs> million dollars because in a sense, in a breath, I feel like, like you're saying, you you know, all these things that you could have done differently, but however, like that's just not reality. And like no. in, in, in the time right now, and that's my point, like for you, I feel like you're just telling me now, like you're telling our audience, you know, whoever's going to listen to this is that like, Hey, I put everything into this and regardless of the outcome i'm going to be proud of it i'm gonna stand by it because i feel like when people fail oftentimes they try to like they don't want to own it they they regret it or like they don't want anybody to know about it and it's just like to hear that said i think that's that's going to be very inspirational to not only anybody out there that wants to try music but just wants to try anything anything right and it's so whether or not you got the outcome you wanted is is not not irrelevant but it's it's less relevant than it than it might seem. Right. That you makes know, sense, yeah. You know?
1: And, and the, the outcome I wanted it is there. You know what I mean? Right. Like at the time, it's there, it's, it's, it's right there, right, was right right, there right. what it was. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, very much, again, I'm a firm believer in it. It's like, listen, like you're going to do the best you have with your ability at the time. You're going to grow from it. And honestly, we learn more from our mistakes than we ever were from our successes. Our successes are only brief. A lot of, a lot of times we look at things and we say, oh wow, this person is doing X or this person is doing Y or this person has done this. But how many times have that how many times have that person had to hit the floor? How many times had that person not to sleep? Mind you, I'm sitting here telling you. And like I said, people can verify it. I do not sleep. <laughs> text me at 2 a.m. and see if I respond to you. I will. You'll be up. You know, yeah. I I I got like my man's Haven. I can text him at 3 a.m. And I could be like, I could be like, yo, Have wait, give it, give it a minute. Yo, what's mm. going on? Like that like you don't sleep and it's matter because and it's not even because like it's not because of a oh, I'm on my grind, on my I'm on my hustle, like I'm all about this and I'm trying to prove some kind of point. You know what it really comes down to? It comes down to everyone else. I got a nine to five. I gotta work. I gotta go I gotta go out here and make bread doing that and I gotta make bread at this music. And at the same time it's like I, I gotta compete with, you know, the 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 major art swallow in this business and yes. they're and they're putting 40 hours 80 hours of pure music time in so for me to even be an inch of competitive I gotta put 40 hours in. But I already got to put 40 hours into my job too because I'm not fortunate enough at the I'm at a point to where I don't I don't have a bill to have to pay care of. I have to take a bill and be even so I have to now work during the day, get off work and work at night doing this music because I want it. And this is what I decided to it makes me happy. I'm I'm nothing but grateful for the for my lack of sleep and the ability that I have to do it seriously but it's something where it's like it's, it's what it this what it quote unquote takes and then other people will say things like oh well quit your job go at the music and we'll get to that no no well, we'll get to that in terms of dedication to it in terms of quitting your job <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's a, it is a matter of like cool you quit your job right but you still got to pay that cell phone for people to get in contact with you. Yeah. You still got to pay for that website. So how are you going how are you going to get that money? You still got to pay those bills for the car in order to get to point A point B. You still got to buy the train ticket, right? Yeah. Hold up, you still got to put food in your stomach, right? So how are you going to do all this if you don't got a job? You going to live off someone else? It doesn't it doesn't work that way for everybody sometimes. So if there's if for any listener at this point of the podcast listening, my thing is this. Listen, be grateful. If you can put in 10 hours to your passion, put in 10 hours. If it's 2 hours, it's 2 hours, but Make sure you take care of yourself and your family, And your health first because that's what's most important. And put into your passion the time that you that you have. You know, you gotta you gotta maneuver that time around for where you can. You know, and and we'll, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna pause there and stop there because nah, we'll just, get into we'll get into yes. it more in terms of time and 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 what you're what you're actually investing in and things like that. But like, yeah, man, and at that time, at that time, that's where I was and that's what I was doing and. Now I'm still up late. I'm still doing, but I'm putting different, I'm putting my time, and energy in different things and I'm creating better recordings, better masters. I'm providing that as a service to other people now and just a whole bunch of other things, man. So like, yeah, honestly, I, I think a, a lot of the notes that people say where I sound like Jay, you're going to hear it in that. On that one. You'll, you'll definitely hear it in that. You'll be like, Oh, 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 <laughs> like, <you know> that, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to hit, you. I'm hit you up later tonight yeah, at 2am like, when like, I'm still oh, up too. Yeah. So, a couple of things
0: what you just said first of all i just want to say everything you just said was absolutely freaking brilliant i'm so happy we just got that on on a mic because that was literally like i got chills brother like <laughs> thank you thank number you, one that's that was unbelievable uh secondly haven great dude yo great dude yo. he's he he i had some communication with him i think right around the time he was moving i think he was moving to yeah i think malden no 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 he's moving from august Saugus, that's what yep. it was and we had a 15-minute phone conversation. It was right after I had Washi. He had listened to it. He reached out. And I think one of those things, like, he's getting busy. We'll have him on eventually. I, I know that for sure now that we've had him. Yeah, he is next. he's next. He, <laughs> he is 100% next. That dude is w- number one. In the 15 minutes I talked to him, maybe one of the most interesting people I've ever had a conversation yeah. with. And some of the things that he's done, some of, the, like, just the background of him. like And one is that he's just a genuine, humble dude. And it, it makes me so happy to see people, like, Marcel, yourself, Washi, Haven, all you guys, you all have that humble, genuine feeling about yourselves. I love that just that you guys are all working together Thank like you. on certain things and like that is that is unreal to me. Like yeah, yeah. that makes me happy to see that. Like like-minded people finding each other and and going for what they want. So that's that's the other thing about that. You know, lastly just I had I had to say this real quick, real quick, uh, before I get to my thing. Uh, you clearly know how to work you know a microphone and you know equipment things like that you don't you don't need a studio you don't need a studio bro however though this man comes in and i was like oh you know here's your mic whatever you can readjust it whatever we're doing the, we're doing the mic check he sounds a little muddy and i'm like why does he sound so far away so muddy I look and we and i'm like whatever i just I'll turn up his thing it's a little odd for the mic he's using cuz it's like a really nice condenser like probably the more expensive than one, the one that i'm using shout out Danny that's his mic yeah, it's a don mic it's a dope mic but um so I start the recording, and for this for this podcast, and then like literally thirty seconds, and I I do my intro, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that motherfucking thing's backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I'm like, uh, dude, you adjusted that literally backwards. Good yeah, job. you know, I told listen, you I wasn't laying off the hook. So I so hook. listen, it's,
1: it's 2019. I'm still pending. It's not 2020 yet. The vision's not clear yet. So you know. <laughs> It's all good. I'm a work in progress, man. That's, that's been my motto. That's been my motto now since like, I want to say maybe June. I'm just work in progress. You know, we all are. Anything, anything, I'm work progress. But yeah, it will, it will go through his transaction cleared in 2020. Don't worry about it. Right now I'm pending. <laughs>
0: exactly. His bank is just slow. Like never open. Um, so the other thing I wanted to say too, is I can totally relate to what you're saying about like not sleeping and just kind of being like putting so much effort into things you want because you know, a lot of times people like say to me, like they don't, my, my mother, more or less, my mother actually, my mother's a great, they worry about us. right? Right. And she's just like, you know, I want to make sure you get enough sleep because you know, I, I teach full time. And while that has its perks with some vacation time and things like that, and like the summer's off, like where it gives me flexibility for me, man, like the, not from September 1st to, you know, June 15th ish, minus that one week of, you know, in Christmas, but I mean, I'm coaching then too. So I'm still busy. Right. But like from anyway, from those, that time frame, like people don't understand, like, I know that like like a lot of teachers say, Oh, teaching is tough. Teaching stuff, tough. It really fucking is like, it's, it's a grind. And like, you're, you're putting in like, I'm not kidding, like a year's worth of work in nine months. So, you know, when people say, Oh, you know, and then you get summers off. It's like, well, it's one of the perks. Of it. Like, <laughs> I mean, not, not that I don't love what I do. I wouldn't change it for the world, but like, it is just the matter of fact. Yeah, what but you put way. in is what you get out of it. Right. You know? exactly. So I get
1: summers off, but I gotta put in those gotta, summers at some at some point. Yeah, you know I mean it's, yeah. It's what, all the prep work, just the grading, everything. It's like what happens meetings? with everybody, you know? Of like even like I said even successful people, how they got successful? Because they put the work in at some point. The work yeah. comes from everywhere. Everyone exactly. sees everyone sees the, the glitz and glamour, but the work the work still comes. So right. yeah, man, it's a crazy grind.
0: And for me, like I want just in my life I wanna do things. I don't want anybody to tell me what I can and can't do. I wanna do what I wanna do. Like that's just me. So like you know and then you know when i started teaching I, I i played basketball throughout high school and tried to play in college didn't work out and then i you know i started coaching and i th- knew i could pair the two just because they're kind of hand in hand but that's another that was another thing like they're saying like i had to put in all this extra time and i wasn't yeah. getting and you know eventually i made a little bit of money you know from it and now it's really gotten to a point where you know i have my own training you know business that i do or server or service on the side i'm opening up a camp with a friend of mine, like we're planning to run next summer. And then I work camps in the summertime and then I'm, and then during the winter season, I I'm an assistant varsity and utility coach for the high school. I, I teach at, and I've been doing that since I was 19. Yeah. So it's like, or at different schools, but, and then, and then this podcast drops in my lab and I meet <laughs> Cody and we, we vibe like, like you and I right now. And like, we had a vision and we're going for it and, but it requires a lot of work and it's a lot of upkeep. And that's why you know it's one of those things like yeah like i'm working on whether it's like you know coaching plans like you know just workouts for my kids and like you know i with my kids it's like i have to cater to them right so i'm going just give them a generic workout i'm like okay well what do you gotta work you're, you're weak on ball handling i'm gonna give you a ball handling workout like <laughs> right, right. you can't shoot i'll give you a shooting workout but if, i mean like not that when those things don't so just flick
1: just, the wrist by don't. the way for the shots yeah oh yeah yeah exactly. flick of the wrist
0: oh try, dude that that is what people come to me for. Actually, it's not. It's not for defense and it's not for ball handling, bro. I, I was playing. Not. Not. This is a humble brag, I guess. I was playing pickup a couple weeks ago, and one dude goes, "Damn!" I, I, I was having one of my games. Anybody that knows me as a player, right? I'm streaky. I'm a streaky shooter. Like when I'm on, like just, on. Get out, just get out the way. Yeah, but like yeah. when I'm off, it's like, like yo, like stop shooting type deal. But then I'm like, no, but like trust me, once I hit one, like I'm good.
1: Yo, Kobe, yeah. pass the ball. Pass the ball, man. <laughs> Put it in the paint. I
0: I might be Kobe without all the all the moves, or just like a, I, I got compared. I get the JJ Reddick comparison a lot, but either way, in terms of you as a uh, getting Jay Z reference, I get I get JJ Reddick. But some dude goes, he was like after like three or four games, and like I'm I'm playing well. He's like, damn. He's like that boy's got a dagger, and I'm like, okay. Like i never I never, <laughs> okay. never, never heard it that way, but so that's what people come to me for. Like in my you know, for, for my coaching service, I'm more, much more of a, like, I'm a shooting guy. There like, I go. can help you with your shot. So. All day. Look at the wrist. All day. That beef, bro. <laughs> you got, you need that balance, that elbow in. those eye contact and that follow through, you know. I always, I always tell my kids, I'm like, you know, try to just reach into the cookie jar, you know. Reach that's in, that's, just that's how you get to reach up to the top, there. You know? Remember when you were a kid, trying to reach in the cookie <laughs> jar. But anyway, so, again, like I said, like, coming around to the fact, just want to commend you for frigging, like. The grind because i I totally am on that wavelength with you and like i love the send like i think that's why we're vibing because i love meeting people that have ambition that have drive and that are going for the shit that they want and they're willing to put it in to get it done
1: and i mean there's there's a there's many people i can pass through for this podcast like and there's again more shout outs to just more my close people like my man jono he's on his grind um literally quit his job to run a business and he's been afloat ever since then just grinding my man, Terrence Howard said, uh, no, no, it's not Terrence Howard. I said Terrence uh, Howard. Terrence Baltimore. Sorry. Okay. The thing, he, he said something, and shout out to him. He said something that was really, really strong. And he said, the thing about the grind is this, like, it's it's about the everyday thing. You know, so you you can get up and you can, you know, be up late working for a week. But do you have what it takes to do the next week? And after that, do you have what That's it real. takes to do it the next two weeks and then the next month? And then here's here's where it gets really hard. When you've done it for a year and you still don't quote unquote see the results that you want, do you have what it takes to get up and do it again for another year? Another 365 days. And after you've done it for two, do you have what it takes to get up and do it for another two years? And, and for some the people, truth, the, yeah. truth point, the truth point is when it starts getting up, a lot of people see a, a dark place, right? They look at it and they say, okay, well now I don't know because I'm not, I'm not, you know. It's, it's not where, I'm where I not want it to be, be right? Yeah. And that kind of thing. But the most beautiful thing too is that I realized something as I was doing this. You know there's growth when your worries change. Huh. You don't always yeah. so for example, I remember the time where when I wrote a song, I was wondering, is this a good song with someone like it? We all have been there as artists, right? In the beginning.
0: Or even when I started this podcast. Right. Will people like it other than my mother and my five closest
1: friends? Right. Right. And somewhere in your mind, and this is this is this is this is where I call like hidden confidence, right? Somewhere in your mind, that goes away. And what happens is now it goes, well, will I ever get to a thousand listeners? And then it changes and says, well, will I ever get money from it? And then Dude. it changes and says, well, when is my next show? And then it changes and says, well, when is my next tour? And then it changes and says, well, when is my next, says, well, is my next car? When is my next house? When is my next record deal? When is my next... You're always looking at the next, but you never stop to see and say, wait, hold on a second. Just X amount of days or X amount of months ago, I was worried about whether or not someone would like the song. Now I don't even have to worry about whether or not someone's going to like the song. Now I'm worried about when my next tour is. And even though I'm not where I'm at and I'm not making... $100,000 a year doing it or $200,000, 100000 a year. Even though I'm not making that, I'm still worried about when my next tour is. That's a blessing. Isn't it? I'm I'm grateful for that. And that's how you know you're growing. Because even though you may not... See the success that you want in the moment. There's plenty of success in your journey. You just gotta see it. And I've I realized that by surrounding myself with people who are really in that "quote unquote" grind, the every day going at it again thing. And believe it or not, it's it's like we we balance each other. We see the creative. We we uplift each other. We're we're in it together. And it's something where you, at a point you start to realize you're like, listen, man, like. It's like my worries are changing, and that's also a blessing, as everything else, man. So dude, that's no, just that's, another gem that for everybody. Is so
0: real, yo, no, so you've already dropped two in about a thirty-seven minutes. We're <laughs> about the 37, 38 minute mark, and you've already dropped two like of the best gems I've heard on this show so far, dude. Like, seriously, you are so spot on with that, and I never, th- I never thought of it that way. And as you were talking, I started to think about. You know this podcast, my, yeah. co- my coaching, like even even to a degree, like my teaching career, like everything, like that. These worries that we have, you're right. Like they were different before, and when you look back to those worries, you're like exactly that. Like when we when we started this, it was me, Cody, in my attic of a room in <laughs> Medford that I was renting out with three of my friends, and we had a guitar hero. Uh, microphone we put it we had no stand we put it in a fucking cup and we recorded and we just talked about anderson pack's oxnard album and believe it or not i don't know how this is even possible but it, i know maybe it's has been on there for the mo- like longest amount but it's one of our highest listened episodes ever
1: well and it's a also amazing so Thank you. Thank
0: you. (laughs) I recently met somebody in New York this weekend when I was away with my girlfriend and we were I was talking to this guy about music that I had met out in a bar and had no idea who Anderson Pack was and I'm like, Okay, you need to
1: was well, also New York, you know.
0: I know, but still, I, <laughs> we're in Boston and we hear him. I, I it's it, There's no excuse to not. No, no, no. I mean, artist. like
1: it's, it's New York. You got that New York chip on the shoulder. I mean, it's it's Oh, New York. It was, oh yeah, like, yeah, Who's that? You who's know? that? I'm like, because we're
0: talking about rap and hip hop, and then he's like, oh, I love jazz, and I'm like, well, I mean, if you like jazzy, soulful hip hop, I mean, this is your this is your guy. He's the guy right now for that. So, but anyway, so I anyway, I just wanted to just like I said, commend you, man, because this is like some real knowledge for not only like myself, but just anybody. I said it, this is going to be a dope podcast. It, I mean, I, like uh, I knew it would be. I was,
1: I, I'm, I'm, I'm just warming up, man. Like we're just, we're just getting into it. We are just getting, we're just started, getting into probably. it. you know? So like, I'm just warming up, man. Like it's like good it said, I can, Woo! it's going to be a good podcast, man. Dude,
0: definitely. Uh, I'm, this has been, it already has been, so <laughs> there's no, no reason to not. Oh, so I have another question for you uh, before we get to some good stuff. So I was listening. I've been listening, to Outlaw, right? Yeah. Since since your show, right? And Glenn Levitt with uh, Syndicate, and again, shout out Haven. I have a Haven,
1: feel, uh, yeah. We listen, listen, man. Can I pause just for one brief second? Go ahead. Like, Absolutely. Yo, you're right about Haven being one of the most genuine people. Like, listen, like literally. I I, I don't am, know him like you do. I I am I, don't. I am like he has been nothing but a positive impact on my life, and him and the Syndicate family, Dante Brown, they have like ever since I met Haven, like he's just like yo, he's just embraced he's been uplifting and Haven is about Haven's about uplifting everyone else around him and the incredible thing about watching someone like that is that when you watch someone uplift everyone around them and then all of a sudden they, it uplifts themselves and like he is constantly doing that he's like he is probably one of the most family oriented men I have oh, ever absolutely. met in my life I mean this man is like Loves his family. He loves his wife. He loves his kids. Like he is, loves he does always, everything. Always puts always, his kids. Always on, puts his kids first. And the thing yeah. is that you just met him, right? I'm pretty sure you've heard him at some point being like, "You know, man. Like, so I got to do this for the wife and the kids. Like, that that is just this. This man is. And he like, puts them on his social media pages with like his syndicate lines. Everything. And all that stuff. And he's
0: like always putting.
1: Every, seems like he's everything. putting them in the limelight. He's just always positivity. about his family. He's always yeah. about like getting people surrounded like minded people, being creative, just like pushing forward and uplifting. So like. Shout out to you, hey, straight up, man. Like, it's, it's, and those are the kind of people that you have to surround yourself with. And don't get me wrong, he's not a fluffer. So, Haven will tell you straight what it is. And, like, this is how I feel. This is what I think. And it's like, but the beautiful thing about that is it never comes from a place of malice. And that's another thing I learned people who take the time to tell you the truth, it never comes from a place of malice. It's always from a place of love because otherwise, if they didn't care, they wouldn't say it. Yeah. You know, like, my my cousin Edwin has. There's been times where I wrote songs, come see me, you know, I think caution and things. He's like, nah, I don't like them straight up. It's like, yo, Z, I just don't like them. They're not you. But it turns out those are my most played, highest played songs. It has nothing to do with him not, him, it has nothing to do with him not vibing to it or anything like that. But it, what it has to do is, is that his genuine opinion. He has never fluffed me. I've never walked out and did something that was like, oh, all my boys think I'm dope. No, it's it's been counterproductive. It's been counter actually sometimes. A lot of times people are like, yo, Zafir, you should actually rewrite that song. It's not it's not dope or it's not great. And, and at the end of the day, yeah, it comes on to me and what I want to express, but I always take that feedback and consideration. I go back, I re-listen to it, and I think, is it the recording quality? Is it something else about it? Is it opinion? And I take all these things, I make... An, I make my final opinion because it is about me and then I put it out but the thing about it is that like like Haven is not a fluffer that's the thing about it and that's he's a great dude man yeah he
0: like I said like I literally I mean I said this a couple times I literally had a 15 minute conversation on the phone and like we were like just like this and he and you know, he's like, Yeah, I, I gotta move, I gotta get settled in Saugus, but like, you know, we'll we'll do it. And I and I'm and I know wholly that he it's gonna happen. Like, right. it's just it's just a matter of I was just, I was just with him in. not too long ago, by the way. Oh, that's, believe... that's why I said yeah. he's next. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> he <laughs> has to be man, Because like I said, that he is just like I said, one of those dudes where like you come across it's like a once in a like 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 lifetime kind of thing. Like I'm like, this dude, like, I haven't met somebody, like I said, in that or like even talked to somebody in a 15 minute span like that. And I got everything you just said. I already knew yep. that about is Isn't that weird? Yep. And I've only had a, <laughs> like a handful of conversations with the man. Like he just is. And he seems that way. Like he that's got into he things is. already talking to me about his things about his, his, um, his mom and like his kids and his wife. Like he just was all like so open to yep. it. I think that that's a really like good thing. Like it, it, he comes from, he's very humble, but his ability to kind of, have some humility and just share. Yep. I think that it it, grab it those types of people you, you gravitate towards them a little bit more. And like he wasn't sharing too much or anything like oh, that. Yeah, like, no, those no, no. of people yeah, are kind yeah, of like yeah, it wasn't yeah. negative things, but right. like he wasn't he wasn't closed off. He wasn't like he didn't have this ego about him. You could just tell. And right. Like so, and he's very
1: well accomplished. And yeah. Oh, of course, we'll
0: and and, and, that, and exactly that that goes without saying. So anyway, so yeah. Uh, Sorry, outlaw.
1: It, no? no, you were listening to outlaw. I was listening you, to outlaw. asking the question. Yeah, yeah. This is
0: an outlaw. Okay. And yeah, for the most part, really liked this album or this project. I should I should say, but I had a question, <laughs> and I'm hoping the answer. I feel yes. like I
1: know where this is going, but okay.
0: <laughs> Are you a Quentin Tarantino fan? Is is is, is that am, is that
1: I am a Quentin Tarantino fan? Is yeah.
0: It, where did you think it was going? Did you I think, think
1: where I thought it was going. Where did you think I, it was I going? I thought it was going with the breakdown. The breakdown in that song.
0: In that song, yeah. The the oh oh this
1: oh whoa. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that, I thought it was the going The skit in that is hysterical Yo, listen, the skit in that is actually very popular It's a, very, it's a, it's a YouTube video So, for anybody that yeah, doesn't a, know a, about it it's, it's a YouTube video So, the, the, the song, the, listen to the song Born Legend My personal favorite It's one of my personal favorites on that project uh, And naturally, it's my brother's because we're both born in June So, yep, I, but yeah. <laughs> um, it's um, The skit is uh, about sauce and juice and he's breaking down the difference between sauce and juice. It's and hysterical. The, and the thing about it is that, like, laughing. I saw, I, 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 heard that, and when I heard that, I immediately got inspired by, uh, uh Watch the Throne. Uh, you know, Jay Z and Kanye. Yeah, exactly yeah. that breakdown with um, uh, with Will Ferrell. Yes. And I thought yes. about that, and I was like, the Blades was, of Glory. Yep. And yep. I was yep. like, Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta put this in. Like, I'm like, first of all, this sits too well from what I'm rapping. And I, you know, what the crazy part is? I swear to you, I wrote the line before I saw the video. I got the sauce, That's so F crazy. the juice. Like I wrote that line and I was stuck. I was stuck there and I'm like I was like I should just I was like I was like I was like I don't know what's going on next. Like how do you get off that drop? You get what I'm saying? Like I'm like more about me. I'm a big flow guy. I'm big in a pocket. I like I when I write everything I like to sit in a pocket. I like to sit in a pocket different than others. I don't like I don't really like uh I, I almost like when I rap or when I when I like to relate message, I like to relate almost like I'm talking, different inflections in my voice and it kinda it comes, it, comes across, it comes across very me, so when I was writing, I was like, "All right, how do you come off that drop?" Like it's like I'm like, "Yo, I got the sauce." So uh. I'm like, "All right, I don't and I'm just I'm like, "All right, it's gonna come, it's gonna come." And I'm sitting down, and I'm I'm just scrolling, and I think I saw it on Instagram, and I was like, "I remember this," <laughs> and the it guy, it's a Best Buy guy, and he's like, he's talking about juice and sauce and how the difference between juice is that juice is temporary, it lasts in your refrigerator, you know, it comes <laughs> and goes, but sauce. Sauce is forever. Yes. Sauce it's like, lasts a long time in the fridge. Yeah. You buy yourself a Simply Lemonade. How long does it last it's in your fridge? A day. <laughs> a couple of days, maybe. That's the juice. How long does barbecue sauce last in your fridge? I lost it. Dude, I was crying. I lost I, it. I was like. laughing. I was. It was so funny to me. I'm pretty sure I have barbecue sauce from 2016 in my <laughs> fridge still. And I'm like, I <laughs> lost it. And you know something? It's crazy. Like, anyone who's come from humble beginnings knows exactly With what that, I mean. Yes. When they're like, when parents are like, you got food at home. You go home and there's nothing but like ketchup, barbecue <laughs> sauce, cheese, maybe like one loaf of bread. And you're like, what food is in the fridge? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you mean? Oh, Anyone no. who comes from Humble Beginnings knows exactly what I'm yes, talking about. Yes, yes. And like when I when <laughs> I heard that video, I was like, this is going in.
0: Uh, so I thought, so I, I really thought, so I
1: really thought that's where this was going.
0: I, well, that was my next thing actually <laughs> after, cause I wanted to open with it. Cause you, you mentioned Tarantino a couple times. Yeah. I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino so, fan. So I just was like, this man has to like Quentin Tarantino I, if he's already I, referenced him I, twice. I,
1: I, I like, I like him a lot. And like, and it's funny too, because like, I, I also feel like this is again, personally, like just when I wrote that first, I'm that, that first verse means everything. Even when it's I was so just writing, like when I'm writing, and I'm like, and, and like, I'm like, I almost felt for. Is, is it too many references and, and, and hits in one sense for people to pick up? Because I want people to pick it all up.
0: Yeah, like,
1: I love the Django <laughs> line. The Django. You, know, I, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, when I said about the line about uh, 400 milli. Yes. the Django made 400 million when it dropped. So those lines come later, but you have to know the history of yes. everything in order to get it. And I'm 400 like, 400 million
0: slaves it, when his right,
1: chains drop. It, exactly. And I'm like, right. it's, it's so yes. much money. But then again, it's um that, no, but even for it went that movie made 400 million.
0: Did it actually? Yeah, oh, I did not know that. I did not know so, the, gro- the so gross it, revenue it, of it. Okay. But it,
1: again, but it goes in so many different ways. So it's huh, like wow. when I'm like, yeah, because um, you could
0: like, The way I looked at it was the first, like I said, like the like the release of. But that but that works, right? In, so in terms, I, of like, the same way. You that's went, fucking clever I, shit. Because I didn't I didn't think of it that it
1: way. Like was like um uh, uh, gosh, I'm even forgetting how the song starts now. Because I, I like I'm off the top well, you of my head. you say you have the Tarantino
0: um, line first. And yeah, then, so I'm
1: like, yeah. So there's so much tension. A revelation See something mentioned In my last conversation Which is true Dinner and a bottle of vino So I'm just kind of Painting a picture Yes I'm overrated Like movies from Tarantino Everyone yes. says Tarantino's overrated And I was like Well that's 400 million On the bankroll And I'm dropping dead weight People like Keto No wonder why people Feeling so emo I let it be the song Made from the Beatles Right Yes So like the 400 million Is still there And then let it be Beatles song All that kind of stuff Uh huh I mean, Song made from the Beatles Um, A fresh new sound wave That's meant toast Yes that goes way back <laughs> You know um, I'm not to save the game As you know Becoming unchained now. I'm Django. I have a deranged flow. That's mangoes. So like, Django made 400 million when it dropped. Like it's like, and it's like I'm just you know, and then like it was like it was next level. So I'm just like I'm like I'm writing all that stuff, and I'm like I feel like it's too like when I was writing, I was like I feel like this is too much, but I just loved it. I was in it. I was like, listen, the flow, the pocket, all of it. I'm like I love it. I gotta let it be what it is, but like it's I like. It's, it's, it's borderline. It's, it's borderline sad that I felt like it was too much, in some ways. Because, like, based off that, the way I'm, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it at hundred. The reason why I felt like it was too much was because I, I am a fan of commercial music. I am. I am. I am. Mm. I like. I like to feel good. I think I talked to you about this when like, I first message. Like, I, I like commercial music. I like to dance. I like. I like catchy music. But the truth is, catchy music is simple. It is. It's very it is. simple. It's very simple. And it's there's there's very no simple. It's to it. very simple lyrically. For a primarily. reason. Primarily. For a yeah, reason. for a reason, right? And it has its place in in that's its place.
0: But yeah, and I'll never argue that. As as somebody yeah. that is a music nerd like <laughs> right. that I am and like, you know, I listen to a lot of music. I understand the place for a lot of commercial things. It has its place, yes. right? Yes.
1: I've but also at the same time it's like I've never wanted to be just that. Like I'm me. And I write things and I'm passionate about things and I, I speak in different kind of ways. So I'm like, I'm writing these bars and I'm like, yo, I like this. It's as catchy as me. And I believe my music is commercial as fuck. It's catchy as fuck. But it's there's a lot of complexity to everything I write. I could break things down for you right down that people are like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah. But um no,
0: the, I love that you just broke down that whole verse. Because so, like I said, it's one of my favorite verses yeah, from yeah. that album and just from it's, you or that project and from you in general. And it like and it actually is my second favorite song. And <laughs> because like you said, you you referenced the Territory thing twice. And you know what's funny too? You say you mentioned this thing about and I'll even go a deep further. Than this I'm yep. like maybe I've maybe you've thought about this. Maybe you want to. I know you'll be you'll be honest <laughs> with me about it. Is you mentioned this a lot about like you finding your pocket, right? Well, Tarantino has a pocket. Yeah, he t- tells the stories in reverse, yep. right? In his, his his movies, like when you watch a Tarantino movie, you know it's you a, Tarantin- know it's a ta- exactly, Tarantino movie. You know movie. it's a Tarantino movie automatically. The way it's written, the way it's directed, the right. way like it goes off on these weird tangents. Just the, the length of the movie in general, yep. like all those things, all those elements are there in a tarantino movie he literally has a pocket and personally i don't know why people think he's overrated i think he's one of the best directors (laughs) of all time and that's why i asked like he's my favorite director of all time like kill bill volume two is like my favorite movie potentially ever like it's it's just up there for me pulp fiction the whole the whole bit but it makes perfect sense that line and now that it even gives me more context because of what you're saying, and I don't know if you even made that connection, yeah, I, but that,
1: but that's part of it. I, yeah. I, I I am trying to find my niche. So it's like when you listen to Zafir, you know it's Zafir. You'll know it's me by the first the first couple of bars, or like even now when you hear a beat, you will be like, oh, I can hear Zafir on that beat. You know, it's, it's part of me building my brand and my identity. That's part of what part of what that was, and I've always been that way. So if you go back to um the switch up, the switch up is on my first project, um Away okay. Athens America, right? It's the second part where I go. Whatever the case may be, been patiently waiting for the opportunity to go nuts because peanut allergies cause fatalities, but that's no reason why I should ever have to think to hold myself back, thinking back to rocking jerseys. Now that's the throwback. Lil said, I have these artists worry like a spot in the tea. I'm here to stay in the game like curry, right? So that was, um, and I go, you know, my flow is so flawless. I'm making them nauseous. I'm going to get back to that. Later on, I have a song called nah, Mean." The first thing I go, my flow is so flawless, I'm making like I, I literally come in with that, that same flow. People never make that connection, but I wrote it that way on purpose. purpose. I yeah. wrote the song that way on purpose. I, I wrote the song saying I'm gonna get back to that, and I didn't. And I like and when I was writing the songs, I knew that because I was I was in between writing Nami Me and same time I was like this fits. I'm gonna get back to that. You're gonna hear this again later on. I came with that same flow. You know what I'm saying? It's and like so like. But even when I was so, even when I wrote, even when I write, I'm always making these references. Like when I say like a a tea, I'm here to stay in the game, like curry, right? When you when you get curry sauce on your t-shirt, it stains. You know, yes. My my mom's from Barbados. I'm straight. Like I'm West Indian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like it stains. But same thing. When curry's on, he's he's in the game. He's in his pocket. You can't stop him.
0: And not only that too. It's like Steph Curry has now changed the NBA. Right. For the last ten years. That he's been in the league, roughly, he has completely changed the NBA right. in the way the games play. So
1: it's like yeah. again, I'm writing these things, but like, and the thing about it is you're gonna take them how you're gonna take them, but they sit in different ways. And trust me, they have been thought about. So well, it's yeah, not like yeah, exactly. it's not like it's not like I'm just like saying something, you know, saying something like, oh, he didn't really think about it. No, I'm saying it. And I, it's kind of what I was talking to my uh about Nick, my 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 uh my brand director. I was talking to him about it. And I was like, listen, like do i am i making this too complex like you know like because my thing is that i i want to drop these gems and i want to i want to you know deliver the music to my my fans and my supporters like in a entertaining special way and i have all these little ideas and all these little things that i do and a lot of times like i feel like they go unnoticed it's like i'm like oh man did you really miss the fact that you know like like I did that even with like the whole project where I start out with a song and I end this song with the same, same song. And like, I, like I start the project with one song and I end it with that song. And yep. then like, you know, I did first name Pablo. I'm telling you guys a story in between of everything. Like, yes, are you, are yes. you guys, are you guys getting the fact that I'm telling a story or so, you know, I, I do these things and, and then sometimes I'm like, am I overthinking too much? And he's like, no, you know, it's you It's part of the brand, it's part of what you're building and this is who you are. You yeah. know, you're this, you're this person who is, you know, very passionate, very dedicated and you're just you have a lot of a big thought process and things and that's what you're delivering. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right. And it, it will it will catch where it catch. It sits where it sits and it, it will be what it is. And you just gotta be grateful for who you are. So that's yeah.
0: And that's well that's one of the things I really like about your music is that it, it, there is a lot of nice lyricism in it, despite it having a more commercially trap sound. Right. I, I Like I said, I even gravitate more towards the UK grime scene, uh, scene, but even a lot of those, some of those guys do fall into the same kind of pockets in uh, more like mainstream right. bare bones lyricism. Whereas for you, I think you kind of take it in a, in, in a much deeper, heavier level than I think you get credit for or that like somebody listening to you out out the gate would get credit for it. So, so I'm really glad that we like we're breaking down some of your lyrics because that was one of the things I wanted to get to <laughs> anyway, so I'm so glad that you just jumped in there. He's, he can run his own podcast, this man. He doesn't nah, need nah, me man. to <laughs> nah man.
1: I, I don't even know how to use a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and and I am a witness to that. That you don't know how to use a goddamn microphone. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, dude yeah so like I'm I am i I'm loving just this sort of bit that you have. Like you, you you're not it's not just like somebody just kinda of putting out content to put out content. There's thought behind it and and, and that's what's gonna you know give you staying power going forward and, and and my hope is that you know when you blow up at some point and and get even bigger than you are now that like that's gonna be something that people say about well, you. Or or even, even no matter where you end up right when this is all said and done, when you leave that legacy behind, like of the music that you've graced us with. That, that's how people will reflect it. Whether it's three hundred people that end up listening to it, or three million, or thirty million, or whatever it ends up being, like that, hopefully will be what you can hang your hat on when you when you're all said and
1: done. I'm, I'm hopeful for. It. I have so, a lot of I have a lot of other little ideas That I'm going to be implementing soon, and like dude, I'm excited you know, for your stuff. Seriously, it's like uh, I I want to tell a story. That's my whole big thing. Is I always want to tell a story. So even in my songs where I'm. You know, I'm, I'm talking that ish. You know what I mean, or whatever. I was like, I'm talking my truth, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even then, their stories. You know what I mean? Like, e- even then, I have. It was in the, in the track, "Come See Me." I think it was the second. I think it was the second verse. That was the time that my brother. He was at a show, right? And like, I, I, I recorded a song. I had that song, and you know, and um, I, he came. And he saw me perform. He goes, "Fuck, I'm a fan." <laughs> And he like and like he just kinda like <laughs> it just kinda hit him and he was like That's great. he's like I knew I was a fan when I heard that song. And he goes, you he's like, Your your music has grown, like you've you've changed from like when you first started doing hip hop and da. He's like, But I knew I was a fan because everything you say in that song is true. He's like, I was there for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was
0: like, yeah, bro, like yeah. Like, like you're saying with Heyman, there's no fluff. There's no fluff. No fluff. There's
1: no fluff. Everything no I fluff. say is true. And the thing about it is that like, it's not like I'm not the rapper. I'm not the rapper that's like, I got a million dollars. I'm not the rapper to say I'm not that. But you don't have to be. You're but I don't have guys are I don't, to be. I, I, I don't have to be. You know what I'm saying? And like, there's a lot of rappers out here like, oh, you know, I'm dangerous in these streets and I'm this and that thing. And I'm I'm feeling pretty safe. You know what I mean? So like I don't really know. <laughs> like it's like I don't I don't really that's know awesome. if it's fluff or not. You know what I mean? Like we I mean, we're living in two different places, don't get me wrong. I'm in Malden. That's nowhere near any kind of problems right now. You know what I mean? But oh, yeah, yeah. but like I got family out in Dorchester. I'm I'm feeling you and, know, like it's like yeah, there's so yeah. it's like, but my whole thing is that like it's it's you know, it's you hear all of, all of it all the time. But like when I write even when i write even though my music is commercial it's all true and i and i think i think that's why people do gravitate to me and i think it's because like i think that's like, why why, why, I why, why they say well when they cuz it's genuine it's something where it's like listen you you are making this music but you're not up in here saying that you got chains and alls like you're. But you're like you're dude, up next, yeah, you're up you're next like or anything or this like this, anything like, like this anything like you're just you're just you're you know you're speaking your ish. It's funny. I'm a sarcastic person, as you can see. Yeah, yeah You know, like I talk, I, I talk my little trash. You know, to I talk my little trash. You know, to ladies, I'm fresh. You know what I mean, whatever. But like it's like I'm just me. You know what I'm saying? And like it's authentic. And then when I when I'm on stage, I command that. You know, what I mean? and people see that they're like, "Wow!" Like, there's nothing. It translates. Everything translates. Everything touches bass. It's not like it's any it's any different. So, like, again, I'm just, I'm no, you, I'm, mixed, you, I'm grateful, man. I love yeah. I love doing this. I like I love doing this. My favorite part of this entire process, well, the music process, is performing. Favorite well, part.
0: Yeah. Well, we 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 talked about that too when when we, you and I chatted the last time we uh we were we were hanging out at Washi's um at uh, I'm sorry. At um, least watch yeah. the show, and one of the things we mentioned, we I remember you and I talking about is even with um, with touring. Like I mean, that's right now. And uh, actually, our last guy that we just had on, uh, he's a music manager. His name's uh, Charlie Gendron. Shout out Charlie. Uh, we had this a great conversation with him and my co host Cody, where that touring now is like where the money is yeah. for artists and if you're not going to tour you're just pigeonholing yourself and you're right. never you're never going to like grow and like because i know you you said you've you've opened for have you opened for Playboy cardi before yes. that was so that so that, that's another thing too so like y- those opportunities and i don't want to talk to you about that opportunity first and what, where you just came from i know i've been i've been, <laughs> I've been holding back with that and I'm, and I'm just like saving it for the end but um yeah so talk to me a little bit about First of all, that experience opening up for a guy like Playboy Cardi, who is just, I mean, blown up completely. One of the you know biggest mainstream names in in, in hip hop. And also just, I want to also mention really quick is like, you not only, even if you get one new fan from that show, right? right. Just one. Somebody that really likes Playboy Cardi is now going to associate you with him. Right. And that's just, and even if it's just one. And that's the biggest thing there is like getting yourself out there and and, and having gracing yourself with opportunities when they arise. And right. that's in giving yourself those opportunities. Yeah. It's so,
1: it's it is it is about connecting with just one person. One. Person. That's what that's all it's about. Have, and yeah. like like, <clears throat> man, I was I was on the open mic scene. Heavy. I mean, like when I tell you Heavy. There was not an open mic in Boston I didn't show my face to. And I mean I did that for like what two years? No way. Two years. I was heavy on the open mic scene. And I'm not saying necessarily performed it and did it, but I mean like like well, there was one open mic I did every single, every single every single week. It was it was Rec Shop. I did a Rec Shop open mic every single week. And it was for two years that I was on that. And I but every other open mic, I mean like I was driving to it. I was looking at it. I was I was gauging the audience. Is this a place where hip hop music will be, you know, is it poetry? Is it this? And like, sometimes I did it regardless. Now we just flip it to poetry or whatever, but like, we're going to get into something big here, but you always got to, so one, another gem for any, anybody, right? It doesn't matter what you're doing. You have to think about your brand because you are a business. So if I go and I do something inside of this space, is it going to sit well with this crowd? Is that going to negatively impact my brand or positively impact my brand? And a lot of times we look at things as get in front of everybody, just do it no matter what. Boom, 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 right? Well, yes and no, because that can negatively impact your brand. If you're this person who's doing everything, then it's like, okay, well, like this is not the place. It can leave a bad taste in someone's mouth. And so you have to look at is this the environment for my brand? So I would hit open mics and look at all this stuff, right? But I came across Rec Shop, right? Came across Rec Shop. First song I ever did there was Caution. Boom, went big. Uh, met Justice Bourne. Shout out to Justin Bourne for always, always looking out for me. My man, PSA Lamar. Shout out to him for always looking out for me. And like, Lamar's my guy. Like, you, yeah. you if you see me, but as a matter of fact, if you see me, you'll most likely see Lamar. And I'll to get to that in a moment. I, I did the thing with Justice. And Justice, from there, he's like, yo, do you want to have a, a feature night? You're a great performer. Da, 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 where are you from? I'm like from Boston. I did a feature night. And then I kept going there. I kept doing over mics and people would come through and I would get other show opportunities. That's how I got the Fishburne. Excuse me. That's how I got the Fishburne Music Festival. That's how I got all these other kind of things. I met artists. I met people. They were like, hey, we would you love you to networked. come do this. I networked and I did it. hundred percent. I took the L. And what I mean by I say I took the L, these a lot of these events were not paid. I took these events because and that's, and that's fine they weren't it was something where it's like cool it's about connecting with people and yes. even now in my mind I'm like I'm trying to connect with people right but I would drive do all the everything you had to do so how I got to this place right there's a big thing in Boston the pay to play are you familiar with pay to plays I'm not okay pay to plays are the biggest thing right now not necessarily in Boston but everywhere probably right? right and the way it works is it works this way it's gonna sound really twisted but stay with me on this one the way it works is, is you go to a you go to a, a venue or a promoter, right? Not necessarily even a venue, but you go to a promoter. Promoters, you say, hey, I see you have a show with this person, right? I would love to open up for this person. They go, okay, well, you have to sell tickets to open up for this person. You go, okay, right? I'll sell tickets. But no, no, no. It's not like they just give you the tickets, you sell them, and that's it. It's you buy those tickets. So these tickets are going to cost you two grand to open up for this person. We sell you the tickets, you'll make two grand back, but you have to sell those tickets in order to perform. You don't, you don't perform. It's a pay-to-play. I am paying you money to now perform on your to now, I'm paying you money to now work for you. Essentially, I'm giving you two grand to come work for you for the night, right? Yes. Let me tell you some. Let me tell you some. I'ma stay objective. I'm on this podcast, I'm gonna stay objective. Catch me in the streets. You wanna know my personal opinion, whatever, but in this podcast, I'm staying objective, right? I'm just gonna give you straight fact. The fact is that that works well in a couple of ways, right? It works well because one, you're going to get a person who's going to put their money where their mouth is, right? They're going to pay you the money because they believe in themselves. They believe they can move these tickets. Two, you're going to get someone who can sell tickets, right? They can move these X amount of tickets, 30 tickets, whatever it is. They can sell them. They will bring bodies inside of this establishment, right? So from a promoter standpoint, you are great from that because these persons gonna sell tickets. They're gonna put their money where their mouth is, and to be transparent, you don't have to work. You're having exactly. someone else. You're someone having someone else. Someone is else, someone else yeah. is doing it for you, right? Right. Let me tell you where it becomes a bad idea, because you're not listening to the artist who is asking you to open for this person. You're looking at the dollar sign. So what you're getting is you're getting an artist, whomever could be who anybody. Doesn't matter that they could have started yesterday. It doesn't matter. But you're getting an artist who can pay you the money and sell the ticket. I'm going to go on record and say this, though. This does not happen for the bigger names. Bigger name shows, like, when I say it doesn't happen, they vet everyone. So it's like, if Playboy Cardi is coming into town, and you're like, I want to open up for Playboy Cardi, they're not going to not listen to your music. Now I'm like, oh, just give me the money, and we're not going to... No, no, they're going to listen to you're your music to and to check to Yeah, that's 2,500 people. You're not going to put somebody on stage and be like, um, you know what? Like, no. But... What this happens for? This happens to a lot of people who do these small little events. It's not too grand. It's like or whatever. But they do this And the way they the way they finagle that is they say, okay, I'm gonna get ten artists to pay me three hundred dollars to rent the venue. It's fifteen hundred. I I already made my money and double that, right? Right. The way I'm gonna sell it is that oh, all these artists are gonna have other fans from each other so you're gonna reach a bigger fan base it never works that way because after you perform everyone leaves anyways Yes, so it doesn't exactly. ever work yeah. out that way and now you're stuck from the artist standpoint you're stuck now because you just bought this slot right and let's get, it, let's, let's get real for a second I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you it's hard as hell to sell these tickets because the, tr- the truth is because the truth is and this is a sad part but this is the truth the truth is it doesn't matter if it's friends family or whatever you're gonna have people who are looking for other people to validate you. So they're not going to come. They're not going to come. They'd, they'd rather spend $150 on Drake tickets than spend $5 to come to your show. This is the truth. It is. So you could be a dope artist. You could be sick. I mean, like, the next thing and not be able to sell 10 tickets That's because pe- people because people won't come. They just won't come or they won't buy it. Or you got to, like, jump down people's throats to try to get them to buy these 10 tickets for $15 so that you can get on stage and do your thing for 15 minutes. Right. It's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. But it's the truth. True. True. So from the art standpoint, it sucks. Because now my job is now buy the song from the producer, pay the recording, pay the, pay the recording engineer, pay for the mastering, pay for the copyright, pay for me to get the, well, the copyright and the sound recording of it, whatever it is. And then you go and register it. Right. So if you're with ASCAP, you got to pay for your $50 membership for ASCAP. Gotta yeah, pay for that. Make sure you go through SoundScan, pay for all that stuff. You want to pay for promotion because you're gonna have to pay for promotion. Now you're telling me that I gotta pay to perform. Like now when, I gotta that, when that's n- supposed to be. So easy. when this is yeah, all, when yeah. this is when this is where I'm supposed to be making my money, exactly. where this is where, where this is where you're supposed to say, as a as a promoter, if I will stand by this to my last breath, if you are a dope promoter, you don't need pay to play. You don't need it. You don't need to sit down and say, I need an artist who's going to sell 30 tickets to make sure people come through the door. You want to know why I know you don't need it? Because I know dope promoters who don't do it. And I mean, they put on shows, parties, everything that sell out, period, and they don't need it. So if you're a dope promoter, you don't need it. You can say, the shows I put on, people come to because they know it has value. Because that promoter would have put the legwork in first. If you're asking me, that's just what it looks like. This is objective. I'm just telling you what it looks like from the yard standpoint and from the promoter standpoint. Right, right? both have their sides, but you do that. So what happened was going up. I had to do pay to play. I don't know anyone who didn't have to do pay to play. Right, I did pay to play a few times. It got to a point where I looked at it and I was like, "Listen, I'm losing money here." I know it's it's a it loss. It's absolutely it's an absolute loss of money. Yeah, because the full transparency, what it comes down to, it comes down to being saying, okay. I need to I need to perform for people to hear me, so I'm going to pay these $300 and give out the tickets for free. That's $300 down. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That's just not, what it comes down to. Th- no, and no, I, no. I know I know plenty of artists who have done the same thing. There's no shame in it. It's part of the quote-unquote grind, which is why I have a 9 to 5, <laughs> which is why I have to work a 9 to 5 and then go home and do overnight because I don't got people trying to like, you know what I mean, in the beginning yeah. like this is how it works. Is when people ask you why do you why do you want you to quit your job? This is why I need the three hundred dollars to buy the tickets so I can give it to you for free because you don't want to buy them for five dollars. That's how it works, right? So you go out there, you do the pay to play. Here's where the benefit of something like that comes. If you're truly talented, right, and you truly got it, and someone believes in you, you'll get heard. Fortunately for me, I got heard. I got heard by I'm not going to mention their names here because I'm be yeah. transparent. I'm be transparent. Like it's you know I you know. Those are contacts and like I don't want to put them out there or anything yeah. like that. No, 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 But it's like, like I got all, so. I got hurt. I got hurt by I got hurt by some people who fully believe in me. I will say this one. Shout out to Leeds Entertainment. Shout out, shout out to Ned. Oh, Facts. oh Le- Oh, Leeds, okay Shout yep. out to Leeds. Yep. Like that that man's done nothing but believe in me from then. Shout out to Justin Bourne. Has done nothing but believe in me. Shout out to Lamar, there's nothing but believe in me. But like I made some I made some connections there and I made some connections in other places as well too. Not that one's bigger than the other, but, but just I just yeah. I just know that I just know that you can't contact Lee's if you can't you you can't you don't got the contact. Like you know what I mean? Like Lee's has his contact. You know I'm like? And the thing about that, like he's just one of the most genuine people. His love for the the for hip hop and music and and he, him trying to uplift people is so freaking genuine. It is crazy. He made some connections and you know, it's like I get a I get a call. He's like, Yo, Z, are you available this night? Mind you, this was when I was coming back. I was coming back from Europe. I had a layover in New Jersey and it was an email. Got an email and he's like, Yo, Z, around this date? I'm like, yeah. Playboy card is coming in. You wanna open up for him? Yep, yeah, cool. Work out the details, get back to you. Done deal. That's insane. That's how it worked. And but wow. it but at the same time it's like, you know, I go out, I support, genuine support. You know, I've done, I've done Ned's rap race. You know, I've, I've, I've met Ned. He, he's, he's a believer in, in the music. He likes the music, you know, um, he's genuine and where he can help, he will help. And something where like, he's all about building and he's all building, right. You know, he helps people who help themselves and that, like that kind of thing. And that's kind of how that worked. And then boom, there was, there was Playboy, there was Playboy. You know what I'm saying? And then boom, and then like there was Jonas. Oh <laughs> you, wait, you you
0: open for him too? Oh yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, and not a lot of people like know his stuff. Oh no, you need to know Jonas. Jonas he's great.
1: Yeah, he's fantastic. He's on tour right now in Europe. No shit, he's in tour right now. So I you didn't w- I didn't work with him in Europe. No, I worked okay, with I was him about to say because I want to I want to. No, no, to I worked with him, him. I worked with him in, I with him in, Boston. I in up, Boston. I opened up for Jonas. Wow, you know, uh, yeah, he's great. I, I think I think my resume now at this point looks like Playboy, Cardi, Jonas, IDK, Tenny the Entertainer, IDK. Tenny the Entertainer. Bro. Yeah, LAX. I, okay, I don't know Teddy uh, the Entertainer soft, or LAX. This is, this is Afro music, bro. Afro this is, music. This is, okay, this so is it's not up my alley as much. But this is where it touches down in Europe. Big. big. I mean, you look at Tenny the Entertainer, you look at a couple million views. easy, And I mean, like, listen, you, I'm look her up. Tenny the Entertainer. Look up LAX. Look up Solid Star. And you'll see, you'll see. I mean, again, the numbers, the music, the talent speaks for itself. But I think this is that's where my resume, this is where my resume is touching at now. That's um, that's amazing, uh, man. It really is. Uh,
0: okay, I don't know LAX. I'm seeing him now. I'm just gonna add his like latest single, yeah, Body like, or whatever. Uh, and Body
1: is big one of his biggest
0: songs. That's his big song right one, now. One, one of his biggest cool. Songs? I'll yeah. bump that afterwards. And then what was the other one? Uh, Solid Star. Interesting, man. So okay, so I want to go back. And then before that was was IDK. Dude, I'm a huge IDK guy. Solid. His last, his, his, not his last, cause he's put up a bunch of mixtapes in the last couple of years, but there was an album he dropped, I think it was 2017. And it was, I was, oh, I was 2017. And it was, I was very bad. And I hadn't heard that. Like I hadn't heard him at all before then. And this album to me was insane. I mean, he had like he names like Chief Keef on it, and then he had Del the uh, Funky Homo Sapien from like yeah. back in the day. Like, like, finally, someone let me out of my cage. Like when I heard that, I was like, because I don't. I'm one of those people when I try to do this, and I said this on the show a couple times when I go to put on an album, I try not to look at the features, right, just right, to, right, just so I didn't get like excited, yeah. like or just as a surprise. <laughs> so I hear that finally that that track, and I, you know, obviously, also on that track is uh, is uh, Young Gleesh and um oh my god the name is escaping me now oh and oh mf doom excuse me so and i'm a and I'm a, I'm a big mf doom guy like i like mf doom and so i'm hearing doom and i'm like oh word and then i hear i hear that line and i'm like you got dell on this shit like that album to me like when you talk about storytelling yeah that yeah. thing was a story yeah so it's dude you fit in so well with him too that so that makes that would that pairing would make sense to yeah, me and, and, it, and that, like i said I gotta, that's just crazy I gotta, to give, I
1: gotta give him the foresight for that shout out to that but like it's, it's, it's something where like, I, I have been nothing but grateful and I'm blessed. And like, I'm, I'm grateful for it. And like, we're, we're still building, we're always building, I'm continuously building with these people, you know? And then like, I'm just, yeah, I'm so happy that I found like those people to believe in. So like, even when I reach out for fans now, I, 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 you know, I learned like, okay, well kind of going back to a few things, just like, you know, you're working, you're working all these hours, you know, so that you can do these things. And the truth is. It sounds ugly, but it's the truth that sometimes your your friends are not your fans. They're not. Your friends you're are actually not your right friends. about that. That's, They're that's, that's your friends. Real talk. They're not your fans. They're your that's friends. Real talk. And the thing about that is that we get that mixed up in the beginning. All artists do, they think, oh, I know 200 people. I know 300 people. But are they going to come to the show? Right. So what you got to do is you got to find your fans. And when you find your fans, you got to be grateful for them and thankful for them. And you got to allocate your time, which means that at some point, you're not going to have as much time to hang out with your friends. Because you're going to be busy writing, and it's you're reality. going to be busy finding your fans. So if your friends are not supporting what you do, then you might grow for a little bit further apart. It just it just might happen, you know. And because you have to not allocate your time to and your energy to doing something totally different, mm-hmm. there's there's a lesson there, and in that as well. Moving moving back over to Playboy Card Show, it was crazy. It was it's in no, the, the, the the here's how small the world is. One of the one of the models that was with Playboy Cardi was one of the models for Haven's show. No way. Yeah. The one that I was at. Yep. The one the that gla- you were at. No the way. London. One of the models was there, and because I and here's, here's how smaller the world is. Because my brother Duran, he's my best friend. So I've called my brother. I've known him forever. He actually was was like a, like a teacher to one of them. So it's crazy because he had I was doing that show. He saw it. He had her contact, right? So he hits her up, he's like, Yo, my boy's performing. And she was like, She was like, Oh, the 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 opener was dope. I don't know who he was, but he was dope. So I met her at the Glenn Levitt show, right? Because I'm performing with all of and stuff like that. And then like he was there and he's like, Oh, that's the person there. She's like, Oh, you were at the Playboy. I was like, Yup, that's me. And she's like, That was dope. That's how small, like that's, that's how small the entertainment circle is.
0: Or just the world in general The honestly. world in general, right? Yeah. But let's
1: just talk about Entertainment in Boston for a second, right? So like, let's just, But let's talk about being humble, right? This is why it's important to be humble Because you never know Who's in the room Yeah You never know who's in the room Yeah You know, if you So like, It's like, I, I met that, right? But the Playboy Card show Dope, Was nuts, Was crazy Um, But like I was saying, My boy Lamar, He's like my shield like He like Protects he, you from He's like my shield Yeah, yeah he's that, he's that, He's that, He's that, And the thing about it is that I love him to death Because he's that shield he will not let anyone get to me. He just won't do it, and I never. You need and somebody but like you know, that. but you know what's beautiful about it though I never asked for it. I never asked for it. I but, remember that. Yeah. I remember the day it happened. He hit me up. He's like, "Yo, Z. am like, "Yeah." He's like, "I don't do this, but I'm backing you from now on." Click. That was it. That was the conversation. I don't know what else happened from there. It's mm-hmm. like in like anytime, anytime something pops up, he's ears on the ground for me. He's been like he's been like working on He's been like working on my team, like supporting me. He's like, Yo, this show's coming up. Hit this person up. Email him. Let's see if we can get this. This is coming up. Connect this part. Yo, I got you. Any negativity, he always bounces it. If something bothering me, he's like, yo, shake it off. Like he's he'll call me at 3 a.m. doesn't matter what time it is. He's like, yo, what's going on with you? I haven't heard from you in a while. Like he jokes with me, you know what I mean? Like all this kind of always, oh, got stuff, but like oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? But like <laughs> but like um he's like he's like that dude. And like I'm just I'm I'm grateful for I'm grateful for that too. And it's funny because over the past, you know, in my three years of doing this, which is very short, even when I start like, and I that is I have that to, is not a lot of time. I have to remind myself that That's I have not. to constantly remind myself that because I, I look at myself and I say I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where to be, but my worries have changed. Worries have changed, but my Absolutely. worries have changed. So yes. I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know, I I need a team. I need a team because no one does this by themselves. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you want to do. Like I don't. No one does it by themselves. No, I'm like, never. I need people who believe in me and who's willing to give me a little bit of energy, a little bit of time, and so I can give them a little bit of my energy, a little bit of time. We can build up together. And sure enough, these pieces have just been laid over. So as before, if you had asked me, do I have a team, I'd say, uh, no. But now I can say, yeah, I got Lamar. I got RJ. I got Nick Carmer. You know, I got, I am blessed. I am. want I want to let you guys know how blessed I am to say this. I have about four or five producers that make music for me where they don't ask for money like it's something where they're like they believe in me and we work out other deals and we work out other ways but they mess with me on such a heavy level they're like yo z here you go here you go here you go that is something where it is a blessing it's a blessing to have people believe in you like that but this is why also for me i feel like i have such a strong, almost like a responsibility as well too, to be like, yo. To make it happen. I got, yeah. I just got to give it my all. And that's all they, I feel like that's all they ask for me though. They don't ask like, yo, you're going to make a million dollars, da, da, da. Like, nah, they just look at me like, yo, Z, I see you working. I see you doing it. I feel you. I like your music. I support you. I like it. Yo, here you go. That's just how it works. Here you go. You know what I mean? And like, it's all off that. And we work together and we support them. And I will always I always hold them down they always hold me down and that's and that's kind of like and i'm so i'm blessed enough to say like i have a team in that aspect you know
0: Oh, absolutely like i said even for i've said this on the show before but you know cody and i we we hit a bit of a i want to say hit a wall but we we plateaued a bit i'd say halfway through this year where we saw like a lot of big spike in growth and then probably two months we didn't see anything and we were getting a little bit like you're saying we get a little discouraged like do we really want to continue this like We were a little bit lost with our content, and then a couple of things just kind of flip. Like, you know, like my cousin Mike being like, Hey, like, and he has no, you know, involvement in this podcast at all. He's like, Hey, let's go to my buddy Washi's show. Like, maybe you can connect with him and see what happens from that. Yeah. Right. My buddy's, uh, uh, shout out Andrew and, and Sam, right? Like guys I lived with in college. Like I, I know you say sometimes your friends aren't and that and is that is hundred and ten percent true. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes your friends can actually be they, they can be. They can it's, be. Yeah,
1: it's just it's, it's a general rule. It's, it's not general, it's not oh, it's not the rule. It's a no, it, it, general it, it, rule, you, you know? know I,
0: and, I, and I concur with that, hundred percent. I have friends of mine where like I tell them certain things. Oh, I, I now know better not to like really give them like know. big information no, no. about things because they're never happy for me. And and those and they're not and I and we know that. Like actually, right. this conversation with my mother, like literally like last night. Right. But it's 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 just that's just how it is. But you know, I, I was Presh and Sam were. uh in, in we call him Prash, but uh, Andrew and, and and Sam they were here. You know, over the summertime, and that was around when we were kind of in that lull a bit. And Sam and Presha, they have some, you know, a lot of marketing and business side, you know, minds that I don't have. And they're like, bro, and they they always tell it to me straight. They're like, dude, you your social media could be so much better if you do this, or if like you do this or that. And I'm like, that's awesome, and this is all very good feedback. But like you said, there's I'm doing so many things too, and it's only so many hours in the day. And I'm all about this product, (laughs) right? right? And I want this product to be the best it can possibly be. And I'm not a big social media guy anyway. So they both kind of pushed at me a little bit. And they're like, and eventually I just said, do you guys want to just do a lot of our social media? And like our, and even merchandise. Like it wasn't even a thought for me until pressure was like, yo, I've been, I've done this before. Like, I've, I've, I've designed shirts and sold them like at, on a small scale, like let me help you. Right. And these dudes now are, and they're not asking for a fucking penny no. and, and they're not getting a penny right now. No. And and they're yeah. just, they're taking time out of their days yeah. because they believe in this like press and Sam, and Sam straight up are like, yo, you have a good product here. Right. And like we can push this. Like this is, you have a good podcast. And, and, and that's a cool thing to, get, to hear the affirmation. Like you've heard before, yep. like, and that, like, and now it's, it's, completely done this in a different this is gonna we flipped this on its hat to 180 like and i know this isn't a huge thing but like i said your worries are different we had 250 followers for our show in the end of august Mm -hmm. it's the middle of november we're pushing 800 almost a thousand we're gonna probably hit a thousand by the end of the year i never would have done that without these guys but they believed in it that much and people are listening we're getting more streams we're getting more content like pay like kind of consume all of this what we're doing and and that is the beauty of that's it that's the beautiful thing when you think when you hit the find the right people to do these things for you oftentimes it just and then and cody and i we've held this resurgence because we don't have to worry about that anymore like right. we can worry about the product we can worry, and then even like them like trying to get us different contacts like just you like you said the world is small mm-hmm. and it's smaller than we ever realized. My my, my other cousin Alex shout out. Like like he says, the wor- world is one long bar. And you just you just, you just walk along, and it's just it's narrow, and you could just you could just walk up and down that bar. You're gonna hit people at some yep. point in, in, in time. It's not this grand wide thing where you have to search far and wide. like. It's wild, man. So I totally like understand what you're saying, and like it, it's it's really just it. It's it's just real talk, in, man. In and TV. anything you're doing, whether it's being a rapper or being a podcaster. Or coach anything, like, you need to get yourself out there and, and find the right people that know the things that you don't know.
1: And you know how you do that. Here's the thing, is you just do it. That's it's the it. thing about you Jump just do into it. it. You Jump don't know it. how it's going to grow. You don't know. It may not be what you wanted to be in the beginning. It's not, as a matter of fact, it's not going to be what you wanted to be in the beginning. It's just going to go out there and do it. Because the difference, the thing about it is that most people are afraid. And oh, once you get absolutely. over that, once you get over that fear of even just doing it and you get in it and you're doing it, everything else is going to fall, start falling into places. Everything else is going to find its way. And you just have to stick. You just have to stick through it. And is it? But like you said, it's a beautiful thing, because when you take when you take something like money and you take it off the table. Right. And people are now just invested in you in the time. It's a beautiful thing, which you can do when you can just start saying, OK. Well, do you believe in this? You connect yourself with the right people. And we all go through it because you gotta you're gonna find some people that you don't mesh with. You're gonna find some headroom. You're gonna bump heads in some places, you're gonna twist, you're gonna turn. And don't get me wrong, I'm not it's not like I'm over here saying don't pay people for their work. I am not saying that. What I'm simply saying is that pay people for their work, yes. But sometimes you it may be hard for you. Or you can't, yeah. Or, or, you, or just can't you, right you just can't right now. You just can't right now. You know, yeah. or you just don't have it, you don't have it in your account right now. Why? Because you're paying three hundred dollars for a pay to pay, you're working forty hours a week. You see where I'm going? Do you You, see where I'm going? I do see where you're going. So you're working four hours a week, and then you gotta pay the music, you gotta pay the producer, you gotta pay the, you gotta pay the engineer, you gotta pay the. So you're so at the end of the day, you may not have the money to help pay for these other people to pay, and you may really have the talent. You know, Jay Z got turned down by every major record label. You know, just like these people get turned down constantly over and over. was it Taylor Swift gets turned down by almost every single major record label? J.K. Rowling,
0: t- who wrote Harry Potter, the first, she got rejected like you
1: get, fifteen times. You get like, turned crazy. down yeah. by everyone. Everybody. It just takes one person one. who is in a position of power to say yes. Yeah, and you know what that happens is that you have to. You have to, you have to do it. present yourself well. You have to do it. You have to brand. You have to market the thing. You have to be willing to put the work in because I've also met people. And this is also a thing about me is that I give my best at everything I do. It doesn't matter if it's what's going to be Amen. my career or not. Amen. You could say, you could say, is that fear? Go sweep that floor. I'm going to go sweep that floor up as best as I possibly can. Why? Because I'm practicing being my best. So, when it comes to me doing my best, I'm already used to how that feels. I know how it feels when I'm putting in 100%. A lot of people go through their life and they say, oh, well, this isn't the job that I wanna do. So I'm gonna kinda like fart around this job, whatever, till the job that really comes. They get the opportunity for the job that really comes and then they can't hack the job that really comes. Why? Because not ready it, it takes it. work yep. and they're not used to working. They're not used to putting in 100%. What you're used to is you're used to putting in 60 and acting like it's 100. But now that you have what you want, you don't know what to do with it. And then you end up losing it. And there's nothing scary in the world. There's nothing scarier than getting what you want and then losing it. Yes. So because we all know that, because we all know that innately, we all tend to either fall back and not give 100%. We all tend to jeer other people and tell other people what they can and can't do. We tend to do all these things because we are afraid of getting exactly what we want and then not hacking it. But what we don't understand yet is that if we do it and we practice being our best at every single thing we do, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's what you want to do for your life, practice being your best. When your time comes, you will do your best because you know nothing else but how to do your best. That is something I a hundred percent believe in. So when I get up and I go to my job, when I worked at GNC, when I worked at CVS, when I did everything I had to do, I gave a hundred percent and I was proud of the work I gave. I was proud of it because that is what I do. So when it comes to this music and doing this, I know nothing but giving a hundred percent and it translates.
0: I love it. Amen. I completely, completely with you. And I just, I just, the angle of putting in everything you have, and even just little daily routines. That is true. You're practicing for when the moment comes. And if you're not ready when the moment comes and, and that opportunity comes, that's that's it. Like You don't know when that's going to come around again. And I think that that is another scary part too. And another thing I want to add to that as well, I feel like a lot of people just get afraid and they just say, they come up with x y and z excuse to not try something or not do something and Mm -hmm. and those are oftentimes the people that are not happy for you when you're going for your shit because they are insecure or jealous that they can't or don't have enough courage to do it like it's not easy no to work a nine to five and be an artist, a rap yeah. artist on the side. It is not easy to be a teacher, basketball coach, and podcaster. I'm just gonna throw that out there. It's and not. I'm not and I'm not looking for anybody's sympathy or be like, no. oh well, he works so hard or they these these two guys on this show, they work so hard. No. That's not the case at all. It just we love it, we see value in it, and we're doing it. Washi well, like- put
1: up a dope post and he said like he's he's now no longer uh he said something like no longer being uh afraid of the grind or unappreciated of the grind or something like that. And it's we're not looking for sympathy or anything like that. All we're simply all I'm, all we're simply saying is it takes work, and that's why you have to put you have to put in the work to get the result.
0: And if you don't want to do it, and you want to just sit and be lazy at the 95 that you don't like because you make a lot of money or because it has this perk or that perk, great. But that's the price you pay, and 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 it, you can't come at other people and say, you know, and, and be upset and jealous because you're not doing what you really truly want to do
1: right other people have other goals and some people may want it may not you're like you're you're absolutely right you're 100 right on that yeah 100 right on
0: There's that of of so and that's that's the thing one other thing i want to definitely talk to you about and that i've been saving <laughs> speaking of that so you've now toured in europe twice and you just got back from one. And yeah. what you say? you were in, you were in Poland, Warsaw, right? Yeah, Warsaw. Yeah. Okay, so talk to me a little bit about that, and I, I want you to also tell the story you told me the first time that we we like really chatted and got deep into it. Oh yeah, when the job and everything. The like, job, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, go yeah. into that, and then I want you to tell me about the most recent time.
1: Yeah. I was I was fortunate enough to I was fortunate enough to go over there. I had a I had my job. I was working I was working over at Monster at the time, and you know I. Got hit for this opportunity, and they were like, "Hey, so you want to come over here?" In what and what part of Europe was it? This was this was Warsaw. Starting on oh, it was in yeah, Warsaw. Yeah, okay. it started off in Warsaw. This is the first yeah, time. First time. First time. Okay. And then like we think we got something over for you, we could come over here, but we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. They heard a song, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we like it, and that kind of thing." Like we're gonna reach out, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you know, like kind of thing." Like uh, you know, and then I came back, and they they're like, yeah, so it's gonna be this long. This is where it's gonna be at." We're looking at London, we're looking at Warsaw, we're looking at Czech, we're looking at this. And I'm like, huh? And then they're like, yeah, so do you want to do this? I'm like, okay, so how long is it? Four months. I'm like, crap, I got a nine to five. Like, I got, <laughs> and mind you, like, in this, at this point in my life, and this point in my life, I want to say this is probably one of the scariest things I've done. Because at this point in my life, I was making good money for the first time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for the first oh, time, like, I'm making, I like, I'm making good money. And I'm like, yo, like. I'm taking care of all my bills. I don't have a worry. I have extra cash. I can pretty much do whatever I want. And now you're telling me that I need to quit all of this to go there, do this for four months to then have to come back and have nothing. Scary decision, but I made it really quick. I said, yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) like it's like, yeah,
0: like, yeah. So, cause you, you don't want to be unwavering in that yeah, moment. It, no, like, if, no, yeah, like yeah.
1: it's so, something worth, like, like it wasn't for me, it's, it's crazy because even when I, even when I think about that, even when I think about it now, when I was told, when I'm looking at the situation, I'm like, it's not even about whether or not I was going to go. It's more or less about like
0: how you were going to make it work.
1: That, that was just really it. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was more, I was more concerned about like the 90 day policy that happened. you can only be in Europe for 90 days. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you can only be there for three months hmm. and then you have to leave. That's what was my biggest concern. Fortunately enough, I had a show in the US in the middle of that time.
0: Yeah. So you were able to bounce so I, back and I forth. I went right
1: over there. I did my thing over there. Came back here, did a show here. Flew literally was here for like I think a weekend or was, was right back on the plane, was right back over there. And then it resets itself
0: and you're like, you're and golden.
1: Another 90 days right then and there. Bam. Done. Yes. And, and that's how I, and that's, I like that. That's, it's like that's smart man. That's how it works you know, so got to work with what you got. <laughs> got to work with what you got. And it's like that, it, man, like that part of my life, like I, I was ready. Like, again, I could say like even to everything, I, I was ready. I was ready to do something like that. I was ready to take that kind of a jump. I was ready to because it's what I have practiced, you know, and like, man, just how much I grew as a person, even just being in another country.
0: That's an ex- that's it's, an experience in itself. Just to not only to do that literally on your own, up. right? To drop everything that you have, yeah, and to so take like, that risk. That's
1: you know, so, and it's wild. Man. Like, ah, oh, man, I spent most. A of a risk. I I spent most of my time in Poland. I was all over. I was over Katowice, Wuj, Chancellova, and funny enough, when I was over there, I had some of my friends. Shout out to Bullies, you know. Shout out to Rex. Shout out to my man Bakari Music. You know they were all they were on tour in freaking Poland. How would you? What's the chance of that? What's the chance of that? Linked oh, up with linked up with them. You know they threw me on a couple of their things, so I did a couple of their things over there too. I was in chance of Hover, Waj, Krakow, Katowice, Warsaw, Lubin, Gdynia. I was there's nothing. All, to, there's, I was there's all, nothing to regret about yeah, that. I was that's all, amazing. All like, that's the but dream you know man. something, it's 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 a nerve wracking thing too. Because something as simple as going to the grocery store shakes you. Like, don't get me wrong. They speak English. It's not like, like But like, that's not the primary language. You know, and some people don't. Yeah. So it's like, what do I do? Do I how take do you, Google? How do, you break do I take me? Do I take Google Voice and just just go out and do it? Like, and a lot of times, a lot of times, it's this all this fear and unknown and a lot of different things, but. You do incredible things when it comes to just love and passion. You know, you do incredible things. So the first time I was out there, I, that's when I did Tenny the Entertainer. That wrapped up. I came back. When I came back, mind you, so like, like I was telling you, the week when I came back, um, my old job hit me up and was like, hey, so like, are you, are you gonna like, are you being back? And I'm like, yeah, I should probably be back in like a week. They're like, oh, well, your replacement didn't work out. So that is the, you know, un- would you like your old un- job back? And I was like, listen, if there's anything that's meant for you, it is quitting your job, doing something like that. And then at the end, when you don't know what's next, your job calling you and saying, do you want this back? I was meant to do what I just did. I, and and I'm, I I'm not a religious person or yeah, anything like, like that.
0: That is insane. Let's
1: let's chalk that up to the energies of the universe. That case, yes, exactly. That is that that is simply just saying like that is insane. And I go, yeah, come back. Um, I'm at that job, and then I had a different job opportunity hit me up. So like, and it it just was even greater, a little bit more flexibility for me. Another (laughs) another. So I took that one. Went there And then when I was there I literally had a friend Hit me up from one minute There's like Yo are you Are you in Europe by chance Because we have LAX And Star coming out And I like I could be in Europe <laughs> 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 Like So So yeah, and then went right back out there. I was just out there. I did that. that. That was this, yep. last this last tour. This was with Soundstar and um, Solid Solid Star. Solid Star, excuse yeah. me. Solid Star and, and LAX and LAX. Okay, I did I'm that. And I was out. working with a bunch of other dope artists out there. So I was working out with. First of all, I got a, I got a track coming out with um, uh, my God, Osaka. I don't know why I blanked on that. My bad, bro. Well, yeah, we've been talking for my two hours. bad, bro. We like, were talking been, for a and, grit, and, man. I've been on here regret, man. Like, no, but yeah, but like so, my man Osaka. I have I have some music coming out with him, and he's a. Dope
0: oh, artist. Okay, where's he out of? London. Your, he's from London, okay. Yeah, so I have something
1: coming off. I have something, coming I have something coming on him. He's a dope artist. And we have a couple of things we're working on as well, too. Shout out to Oshi Entertainment, J's Y Entertainment, KD Management. Shout out to all y'all, man, for all the love. Much love through y'all. Those are, my, those are, my, those are like my guys out there. And I'm, I'm always going to be rocking with y'all, man. So y'all let me know when the next one is. I'll be right out there. It was an incredible experience. I was out there. And then, boom, I came back. And, and, and here I am.
0: And here you are talking, a- talking a- it up, a- me, a- a- up a- with me, chopping it a- up with me. Here I am chopping up with you. Giving you know? me like four solid gems, man. This like, whole th- we'll just chop this whole thing up as a gem. Like, yeah, we're going to chop this whole thing up as a gem. Was. You know what
1: the funny part is that? I got plenty more. It's just, I got plenty more. It's just, Haven. Back great to man. Haven. He, man. Man. he said something. She said something it's crazy because knowledge is wealth. Knowledge is the real wealth. And it really is. He's like. Hey, you're sitting, a, night, you're sitting across from a teacher, brother. You keep, you keep, you was the thing is that people try to hide this innate take it to themselves but you know the crazy part is that when you try to take knowledge and you keep it to yourself knowledge is not meant for just one person it's meant to be shared it almost corrupts you when you keep it to yourself and like it's something weird it does something to you it it almost it almost corrupts you but when you're able to share share out knowledge it's 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 incredible because the truth is this it doesn't matter how great you are i think a lot of people save knowledge because it might be job security or They're afraid of someone else getting a one up. They want to be the first person to do this or whatever. But the truth is greatness is going to be greatness and it can't be held back regardless of what you do. It can't. The only thing that you can do is actually ruin your standpoint in a situation like that. So if you're a person who holds knowledge, I got these contacts, I got this, I got that, I got this. And you don't do anything with that.
0: You don't share or or do anything
1: with that. Well, when that person comes by, that greatness comes by and you hold that, all you're doing is you're shaking your standpoint with them. Because when they go on to be where they need to be and you need them as a contact because everyone's going to need everyone, that relationship's ruined.
0: Yeah. You haven't you haven't even given it's that. It's not you, nurtured. You, yeah. It's, 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 it's ruined. It's like a plant. It's like a plant. Yeah. You're not going to water it. It's just going to die. It's, like, it's ruined. It's ruined. That's it. So
1: it's something where like it's it's – I'm just – it's crazy, bro. It really is. Like it's he, crazy. He's crazy. It's you know, and think about it. that everyone comes into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Everyone mm-hmm. comes into your life for that. And That's a fact. I remember hearing that, you know, you have people who come into your life For a short period of time Whatever There's a specific reason Once you learn that reason They're gone It could be positive or negative People come into your life For a season And that could be You know Cuddle season Fall, spring Doesn't matter what it is But during this time (laughs) period What it really is to do Is to to get you over a hump In your life It's It's a stagnant point In your life Absolutely You know So it's It could be like you're going through something, this person comes, they come in for a little while, they leave, you're feeling hurt, right? But then a lifetime, a lifetime is not positive nor negative. It's not either one. What it could be, it could be your soulmate, but the same person, what it is, is the person that comes into your life and the impact just carries you through a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And usually, ideally, those are people that are lifetime friends, they are Mm -hmm. lovers. They are people that we hate for life or whatever we're angry about. But what it is is that we learn something from them that carries us through our life and it alters exactly who we are as people. Yep. Reason, season, or lifetime. There's another gem. But listen, I can't oh, keep there's... doing this, man. I'm going to make a diamond <laughs> album here. Brother, yeah, you've literally you <laughs> dropped <laughs> five gems on this, this podcast. On this, on this mic, This man. has been like, like nothing been but a treat, dude. Killing this mic, man. But, yeah, yep. I'm, I'm back here. I'm I'm branding. I'm rebranding now. It's about okay. time for me to look into rebranding because it's been that three-year mark. So now it's that time where I'm looking at rebranding, re reallocating and, and thinking about where, what's next, where we're going to go. We're going to be heavy working with Syndicate. I know that much for sure. There's a ton of different artists I want to work, I want to work with. And um, yeah, like, I, I have been a collaborative, collaborative force, I think over the past year, I did 30 collaborations last year or something like that. Wow. Yeah. I did like, yeah, like 30 collaborations, something like that. And like, now I'm just, I'm working on rebranding. I'm working on. What's next? And I really, really, what I really want is I just really want to connect with my supporters. Wherever you are in the world, wherever you guys are, like, I just want to connect with y'all. I just want to meet y'all. I want to grow closer to you all, and I want to know how can I better serve you all. That's really what I want right now, and everything else will figure itself out.
0: Anybody that's listening, if you have not heard this man's music by now, you you're literally you're sleeping. Go check this man out, Zafir. That's Z A A F I R. He's on all social media. Uh, excuse me, he's on all streaming platforms. Yes. Go check out his last project, Outlaw. His opening project or his debut project, Athens of America. Dude, you've been nothing but a pleasure on this show, man. And like man, this is I'm... so you you've dropped nothing but knowledge, <laughs> and the fact that you want to genuinely connect with your audience, regardless of how many, whoever it is, where they are in the world that again like i said that's going to be a legacy for you going forward and dude you've already accomplished things that a lot of artists just only dream about and i think you're only scratching the surface and it's it's just been really humbling and real to have you here man so like thank you for coming dude like this was amazing thank you for having me thank you you to
1: my supporters who have gotten me here and continue to help me grow thank you for everyone who's mentored me um, shout out to my entire team and everyone I shout out on the show. And if I missed anyone, I apologize. Thank you to my family. Shout out to everyone, man. Thank you to my moms who who's worked shout out our moms. Literally worked I think she's worked two jobs for like twenty years to literally just raise me and my brothers, you know, my brothers and I. You know, English teacher. Apologize. <laughs> you know. Um, and I got colloquial
0: like, language. I wasn't going to correct you. Nah, I told you, man. <laughs> it's like whenever you talk to
1: those English teachers, man, you just all of a sudden I'm like, I'm well. Yes, I'm well. I'm well. I'm not good. I'm not good. I am well. That is my well-being. You know, I understand this. Um, but shout out, out to, shout out to all you all. We're just going oh, to continue to grow. I am Zafir, but I am much more in everything I am because of all of you all. And my social media is officially Zafir. You can find me at officiallyzafir.com. Um, you can find all my social media there. And we're, we're building. We're doing a lot. Thank you very much for having me. And Bro. I'm grateful.
0: Bro, nah, like we're grateful for even you coming here and, and, you know, us collaborating like this. And so I really appreciate everything that you do. And like I said, anybody listeners, like I said, if, if you're not sold yet on this man, like you probably were sold at like minute 30 <laughs> or maybe before that, even minute 15. I mean, we're an hour and fifty-five minutes into this bitch, and <laughs> this man is just—he's—he's—you he, are right. You've been one hundred percent mile a minute from minute one I, to minute now. Listen, like this is this, this is, is you, what I do, this bro. Is what you do, this bro. Is- I respect it so much, man. Like, thank you again. Real quick before you leave, though, I was like doing this when I had people on the on the show, so real quick, it doesn't be anything crazy. But who are you listening to right now? Who's heavy in your rotation? If I went on your Apple your Apple Music or Spotify. Yep. What do you What are you listening to lately? And so I know you mentioned a couple of guys like Tenny the Entertainer, yep. LAX, um, Solid Solid Star. I, can, I don't. I keep missing that. Yep. Solid Star. Solid Star. Yep. So what else are you kind of listening to for anybody that's listening that might need new rec- music recommendations? Obviously, they're going to listen to you first. But after you listen to Zafir, what do you, what, what what is what's on your rotation? Uh, are you sure? I'm sh- I am sure. <laughs> I'm ready. Yo, I I like everything. So right. hit me.
1: All right. So. Right now, I just downloaded Bobby Hackett. He's a jazz player.
0: I love jazz. I like um, Bobby. You ever heard of Bobby Caldwell?
1: I have. I have. I have actually. I have. What we won't do for love. Um, so I've actually, I've actually listened to that. Um, shout I out 10 p.m.
0: He actually brought that up when he came on, and that's I one just, of my all-time. I favorites. just
1: uh, finished listening to. So shout out to my man Franco. He just came out with his first project, uh, "Keep Up." You know, so I, I listened to him. Shout out to my man uh, uh, Bobby. I actually just finished listening to him as well too. He just came out with a project. I'm actually I'm looking at it. I'm looking for it right here because I had it on my I had it on my recents, but then I just changed it off my recently played. So just so just I Bobby, and um, I
0: we're, we're gonna we're gonna put all your recommendations, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. your music in a playlist so, so anyway. Like, but so. it's,
1: um I'm 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 look, I'm like I'm looking for it right now because I literally had him on my recents and like you know I'm now I'm looking at Apple Music and I'm like damn dog, that's okay either way no, we'll we'll but, um we'll get that but down. I just I just I just finished put I, pe- I just finished peeping on him as well too. Um, he's got a new project but honestly man I'm gonna keep it a 100 with you like I listen to you know where my mood is I listen to like classical music and I listen to jazz I listen to Damn, like, man. I like country it. I listen to a lot of different things Good shit. but most importantly what I really really do and this is gonna sound crazy is I listen to local well that's I don't find and that I, crazy at all like, since I, I started this I podcast I've listened a lot more local like, like, like the people in my circle who come out with projects and they're like yo listen to this bump this or when I go on Instagram and I see someone Uh, release a new project that's what i listen to and i do it for two reasons one because i know that streaming that it needs to be heard someone took the time to make something it needs to be heard and then um two it's just more about like honestly keeping your ear to the ground I remember going to almost three shows in one day at some point, you know, like it was crazy. I, yeah. I didn't get to say at all those shows, but I went to three shows. At all those ones. I bought Dude. the tickets. I've, I've also, I've had boys who were like, yo, I'm selling these tickets. I bought the ticket and was like, yo, like, I'm sorry. I can't make it, but I'll send this person instead. Like, it's so what I've done and like, and then that person had a free ticket. And if they went, they went, they went, they didn't go. They didn't go, but I bought the ticket and I support it because my whole thing about it is that I support. I can't tell you, I can't look at you in your face and tell you that I ride for you and then not show up, and your, then show. Not show up your show. That yeah. doesn't make any sense to me no. like none whatsoever why, why do you think mike and i always like now so, Mike's. I, why do you think we go
0: to all washi shows like it's just it's i don't care how many it's people like, are there it's, yes, just, we're it's going. just we
1: gotta go and like yeah. don't get me wrong you, don't get me wrong you can't make every single one not saying you can right and don't get me wrong i'm also the same person that i understand when you're like yo listen i just don't feel like going out tonight that's okay because you're human and i get that oh of course we if you all t- have if that if you <laughs> tell me if you tell me like yo listen i just don't feel like going out tonight i'm like all right cool well i'll hit you with the next one i got no problem with that but things i can't I just I know what it takes. Like I know what it feels like. I know what it takes. And it doesn't matter if it's a thousand, twenty-five thousand, or if it's three, like, like it takes effort to go to these shows. So if someone in my circle says, yo, Z, I have this show, you coming out, and I don't have nothing going on that night. And what I mean nothing going on is that like, don't get me wrong, I always have something going on. But, but if like, it's not pressing, if it's, it's not, if yeah. it's not like a family event or if it's not something where it's pressing or anything like that, then I'm like, yeah, I can work it. I can work it. Even if I got, even if I got plans with someone else, I'm like, you know, yo, like if I'm recording my boy Cam, sh- shout out to my man's Cam. He got, he has a project out, and he has a new, he has another project coming out that's that's what we're working on right now. I'm helping him, um, he mix, mix, in that, produce that. But like, it's something where it's like he, he, he was always riding with me, like for a long time. Like we was everywhere, and like, like yo, Cam, wanna go here? Yeah, fuck it, let's go. Like it's just what we did. But the thing about it is that I would not be sitting here across from you knowing the people I know contacted or even close to where I'm at if I didn't do that, you know? So in some kind of sense. way, in some kind of way, it's almost selfish because like I really did go to support them, but it's, I got, I've gained so much out of it. It almost feels wrong, but it's like, it's the truth. It's
0: not. You are learning and growing with everyone that you come in contact with. That is always a two way street. Yeah. And as it should be, you know what I mean? If, if, if if someone is benefiting someone else for too long and not benefiting the other person, then if there's no reciprocation there, then kind of what's the sense for the other people to stick around in it. So I, I just, I just really love, like, I love seeing that from you. Like I noticed that like when we, when, Thank you. when I, when I, I was like, this man's by himself. And I noticed because of how long you, you just talked to me. Like yeah. you know, I was just like, <laughs> he's here, he's really here alone. And like, and then you went to get, you know, you grabbed, you grabbed a drink and you come back. And, I, and I'm like, I was fully expecting like, a lot, of, a lot of fake ass people Like oh they'll talk to you For a little bit And then they're off Doing whatever Like you, you come back And you like continue The conversation you are having And I'm just like Well we were talking <laughs> you, got, you got like When you drop a project next Or when your next project hits You're coming back Deal because this is like You're gonna drop some more gems yeah, listen, we're gonna Break down got, some more lyrics I got plenty uh, I got plenty and, more gems I
1: got so much more I want to share with all of you all yeah. So like I'm 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 super pumped To come back We'll We'll we're we're definitely We'll work that out, we're we're work that out that And up. we'll be back And like yeah man We'll keep building We'll Dude, keep building
0: We're gonna build together Amen brother At officially Zafir On Instagram Follow him Check out this man On all streaming platforms if And then you, reach out Reach out and reach to out, me reach out to, to man. I,
1: like it's social media So let's get social Talk to me Don't Don't be a weirdo And just like <laughs> you know like a photo or don't like a photo and just hang in my insights so i can see that you looked at it you know just hit me up i'm like yo what's good and if any of you guys are artists hit me up let's just network let's make social media social again and just and the reason that it was intended for it. Like, like let's the, just the, the, talk the, the, let's all just the talk. good reasons let's yes. just talk you know what i mean so yeah yeah
0: so all is uh zafir all of our favorite uh songs from zafir will be in Uh, a playlist for us for this episode, along with some of the artists that he talked about tonight and some of his recommendations. So we'll, we'll have it all there for you in a playlist on Spotify and Apple music. Like once again, thank you, brother. This was, this was a really, really awesome time and uh, humbled and very, I feel like I've grown from this conversation. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Keep doing your thing. And class is dismissed.